Hey guys, how you doing? This is Sebastian for the pre-show, and today we're gonna have a very heated show. I'm sure that it's like Jay Leno can go like sleep tonight because we're gonna do all the talking. And the Oscars? Uh, no, we'll just let Lucas and people watch it. <laughs> but now, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna get in the mood for that show. Brian, how you doing? I'm scared, man. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Danny, me. hit the music, please. Now get the guns, the drugs, from my generation, I'll take the fall, the sight, and across the nation, and it's a sin, the guns, the fake, the fraud, the measure with me, come on, come on, come on, let's get it out. Yes, Captain. We've intercepted a rebel broadcast. Here it is. And welcome to Star Wars Sound Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Hi, everybody. This is Gurney Tales, accompanied by the... Rebel scum. They are in this system. I will deal with them myself. The Emperor himself has requested your presence about this matter. Prepare my shuttle. Yes, my lord. bidding, my master. There is a great disturbance on the internet. I have built it. The show is Star Wars on Direct. Yes, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Can we communicate to all the Star Wars fans through this show? Not yet, my master. Some fans have never heard the show. They will. It is inevitable. We can use the Force to make these rebel fans tune in live and then take control of Star Wars fandom. They will listen to Star Wars on direct or be destroyed, my master. Good, good. Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. <laughs> Patience, my friend. Afraid, are you? 
this is Paul Enns, director of Lucas Online, and you're listening to Star Wars on Direct. StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars fan audio on the internet. It's your home for Star Wars fan audio genre news, a comprehensive catalog of fan-made Star Wars radio shows, parody tales, and serious audio dramas. With behind-the-scenes features, a message board, reviews, tutorials, convention coverage, an internet movie database-style directory of the entire Star Wars fan audio community, and the only fan audio community-recognized Star Wars Fan Audio Academy Awards held each year. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound. Galactic Hunter, the place where you can find the latest Star Wars collectible news from all around the world. From the Hasbro and Kenner lines of action figures, to comics, games, prop collectibles, and events, everything is covered and reviewed. Join our fan community in the Bounty Hunter Collective Forums and find all your bounties at www.galactichunter.com. Galactic Hunter, keeping collectors on target. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Star Wars on Direct is brought to you by SimpleNet. With SimpleNet, obtain a low-cost advertising for your company or, quite simply, a space to put your personal website online. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Transmissions. Communications disruption can mean only one thing. Here they come. The coordinate tracker beam is pulling us in. You may fire when ready. Commence primary ignition. Welcome to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. This is Sebastian Wilmites talking to you live from Montreal, Canada. A little place in the northeast. Seems to be forgotten by Lucasfilm, which we're going to be talking about today. Oh, yes. And I'm joined by my friend Brian, who's chugging down <laughs> Dunkin' Donut Munchkins. Hello. It's like perfect timing, man. <laughs> Danny, the producer of the show. Hello, everybody. I'm sorry. And today is T minus 81 days before Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith. Promises to be a very interesting movie. 81 days away. Whee! What? 81? <laughs> that movie we're kind of talking about, like 
All the time? Oh, okay, right. You don't care. <laughs> uh, the main subject promises to be a very heated one. The relation between Lucasfilms and the fan sites. And I want to take a second right now to say that what you're going to hear today, you've been he- you're, you're going to hear it first here on Star Wars on Direct. Might have been written down some other places, but you're going to hear it here today first. And I wouldn't first be too surprised. From us. And I wouldn't be surprised that Lucasfilm would actually pick on some of those some of those ideas and reuse them in the future. You just let me know. We'll see what happens. And the secondary subject, if we've got time, of course, is going to be the other drama, Always in Motion, was created by Mr. Nathan Butler. Oh, yes. Is he going to be coming on the show tonight? If it's not too late. If it's not too late. Okay. No kids and all. It's kind of a hassle. Of course, we've got our usual segment, Hyperspace, The Pulse, with Master Kit Fisto, who's got really good insight, especially at this game called uh, CNET. Alright. Yeah. Ghostbusters! <laughs> that came from out of nowhere. <laughs> and the community update, and of course, the very new segment, which we're going to keep a little surprise for you later on the show, just after the community update. And right now, I'm going to go with my friend Brian, who's going to tell you how you can contact us. You can contact us by adding the user swendirect at hotmail.com to your MSN user list. You can send us an email at studio at swendirect.com. You can join us in the chat. You can join us uh, by listening to us, which I hope you are. Um, And you can also join our news group all by going to starwarsondirect.com. There you go. That's it, folks. And uh, for my part, uh, the sound card is always an issue, so <laughs> we never know if uh, we got on you. Just stay in the chat, we'll be right back after two or three minutes. And uh, special thanks to rebelbazers.com, the 501st Polish Outpost, and JediMoveFiles.com, who mention us on their, uh, on their website. So thanks well, a lot, guys. Thank you very much. And right now... You got something to say? Yeah, okay. I just said it. You just said it. <laughs> Why do I keep on, like, not listening? We got on your mind. We, we got a movie to review. Yes. First things first. We were, we were very lucky, and yesterday morning, which wasn't that lucky, but... <laughs> we're it was early. It was early. Um, we had the extreme chance of actually going and seeing the movie Robots, which you can see at the official website at robotsmovie.com. And uh, it's the story of this little out-of-towner robot, Rodney Copperbottom, who becomes an inventor, and he's got a great mind, and he decides to go to Big Robot City to to meet with Big Weld, and uh, share his inventions with him, and become rich, and live happily ever after with a very cute chick robot. Yeah. You just ruined it for me. But, when he gets to the Big Robot City, he realizes that Big Weld has disappeared, and that the empire of Bigwell has been taken over by this egomaniacal mother puppet mastered sounds <laughs> like Ratchet. drama to me <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a very good movie there's a lot of reference to other movies in it uh, you'll it, for those of you who actually know a lot of uh, toys for uh, kids you'll see that some references are made to toys for kids in there like there's toy even story s- no not not as much as toy story but just like one or two references and uh, there's even fart jokes more for adult. There's there's an adult side to that movie, but you can take your kids to it. I mean, like the 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 the, the lamp died. 
there's a lamb that dies in that movie. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, that. don't you remember the pose that falls and they got the drawing? Oh yeah, the yeah. The next morning. I was thinking of Pixar. Oh no, the, the eye. That's the eye of okay, Pixar that always okay. get killed by lamp. Okay. Fucking lamp. <laughs> <laughs> Kill you someday. And there's a cruiser reference. And there's a Star Wars reference into it because there's this little robot all along. Basically, Randy when he gets to uh, to Robot City, he meets with all these guys and they're out of date robots. Out of date robots, and they're they need parts in order to, you know to survive and everything. Sadly, much like my computer, sadly enough, um, they don't make those parts anymore. And one of the robots actually is missing a common uh, a vocal module yeah. for for his. Uh, so he's mute. Yeah. yeah. Probably a better thing. <laughs> What's the? He needs a no? sound card. Just get him a sound card. That's <laughs> right. Well, when he's in a shop looking for parts for a friend of his, he gets this voice box. Pops Try it in. It. Little triangular. Uh, Mouth appears and he's like, "The force is strong with this one." <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool reference. And uh, it's 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 uh, actually done by uh, James Earl Jones. And later on in the movie, James Earl Jones appears as a phone, and uh, he says, "Your father loves you very much," <laughs> which is kind of funny in this Sebastian kind of weird way. Here we go. There I go again. And uh, I got to. Very weird, crazy theories tonight. Okay. So have that little intro prepared. Prepared, because <laughs> okay. you're gonna need it. We can say that the movie is coming out March 11th with the uh, Star Wars trailer attached to it. So if you actually want to go see a very good movie for like for for a second time, uh, it's a really good movie. Go see it. I very honestly say pay 10 bucks for that movie because we actually saw it on IMAX. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, it was a little fuzzy because they have like frame animation problems, probably or I don't know what. Uh, when they move the camera and everything, you know, it's still not at its best. It's still digital cinema, but it's a very, very good movie. Very funny, very enjoyable uh, family movie. Take your kids to it. Take your girlfriend to it, especially if she likes fart jokes. <laughs> and no, the new trailer of uh, Revenge of the Sith wasn't attached, of course. Damn it, <laughs> suckers! We're so hoping for that, but it just didn't came up. It was freezing. It went straight to the movie. No preview, nothing. No previews, nothing. But it's okay. We forgive you, Lucasfilm. And, uh, yeah, so that pretty much... I didn't like it as much as The Incredibles, but pretty cool. cool. Would you say 10 bucks? Yeah. Or Matinee? Uh, Matinee. Star Matinee Wars trailer? Yeah. <laughs> Without the Star Wars trailer. No, there you go. Matinee. Two Matinees with the Star Wars trailers. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that way you can see the Star Wars trailer twice. And um, we've got some really sad news. Uh, something that, you know, I Happen. realized happened, but never... Found out while searching for other things. That we actually lost one, or one of our listeners. Uh, for those of you who are in the chat right now... Maybe some of you remember. And some of you are just listening to, it, to us and actually passed by the chat. You may remember this user called Zeltek. Well, Zeltek uh, passed away, sadly. He was 23 years old, I believe. He just moved to, uh, to Sweden, to this other town, and he was uh, get going there for, for study and everything. And uh, one day he just collapsed on the floor and was rushed to the hospital. They got there, they did everything to save him, but they just couldn't. His heart has simply stopped, as one of our friends put it down. Yeah. Um, very sad story. You know what? I'm really sorry. I didn't 
knew you that that well, Zaltek, but you he will be one you one will be missed. You you were one of our most precious listeners, always participating. Giving us ideas and everything. So. I'm sure you would have loved this uh, this subject, and you you'd like you would have liked us to call you. <laughs> He's listening to us. I'm sure. I know where you are. You're listening to the archives. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Now God's got to know about us. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to be kind. But for now, we're going to go to a short musical break because we got a packed show today. It's incredible. And uh, we're going to be listening to Evanescence and uh, Everybody's Fool. And we're listening to Evanescence because it was one of Zeltek's favorite group. So we'll be right back on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom.
At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Hi, this is Steve Sansweet, and you are listening to Star Wars on the Left. And welcome back to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Brian, tell us right now who's what? with us in the chat. AJ, Dark Jedi, Delos, Duster, Ikatsura, Gazelle, Left Elbow, Octavius III, Octel D, Raven, Sabrina, Nathan, Tiger Claw, and Wookie Mart. Alright. Everything's okay? Yep. You all good? Mm-hmm. You all set? Because we're going to go in hyperspace pretty soon. And what's that hyperspace segment? Well, the hyperspace segment is the spoiler-full segment. Brian, you want to get out now? Brian just decided he wasn't, like, spoiler-full anymore. He's got to be spoiler-free till episode 3 so he can forget about anything. So you're going to move out? No, it's going to stay there? Ignore okay. you. It's not that hard. Uh, I know you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking for hours, and he's just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, but he's not listening to me. And so... Uh, if you're like Brian and you don't like spoiler, we uh, actually tell you please turn down your volume for the next 20 minutes because that's all is going to be spoilers after spoilers after spoilers. Okay. Brian's kind of going to turn down his volume. <laughs> and um, if you actually want to discuss any spoilers in the chat room at www.swendirect.com, we invite you to go in my room one. That's the only place where you're going to be allowed to discuss any spoilers. And if you actually don't want to discuss them, we'll just stay in the default room. If you don't want to discuss them, if you want to discuss them on the internet, please go to the spoilers allowed forums. Don't do so in the unallowed spoilers forum because that wouldn't be nice for anybody. So now, for the next 20 minutes, we're going to be fully into spoilers. Oh crap! Prepare to jump into hyperspace on my mark! Alright, stand by. I'm going to set my watch so I know when 20 minutes last. <laughs> okay, the, uh, first of all, I'm going to go with the uh, description of the actual uh, trailer, upcoming trailer on March 11th. Coming out with robots, which is a very good movie. Uh, you will see the actual LFL logo, of course, because from logo, the Fox logo. And then you're going to have a Teta class shuttle and three fighters fly by the camera towards Coruscant. The Teta class shuttle lo- actually looks a lot like a TIE fighter, and the fighters will be V-Wing fighters. So it promises to be a very interesting f- opening shot. Then you'll have Carson late afternoon. The Republic Executive Office appears for a brief moment. There's a close-up on Palpatine, speaking very slowly, deliberately looking straight ahead, watching the ballet. Palpatine. 
The dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. Then you'll see a close-up of Anakin, extremely focused on Palpatine's word. Is this possible? To, is it possible to learn those powers? Palpatine, close-up again. Not from a Jedi. A civilian shuttle turns over the Coruscant cityscape towards the Senate building. Then you see Obi-Wan and Anakin inside the temple, walking downstairs. Obi-Wan saying, The Council wants you to report on all the Chancellor's dealings. You see a Magna Droid stands uh, with two battle droids. Anakin, But that's treason. Palpatine standing up from his chair in his private office, and Obi-Wan saying, We are at war, Anakin. The space battle, and then some explosion, where you see some clone trooper dies. Uh, Anakin moves to take a seat in the Chancellor's private viewing box in the galaxy's opera. We see huge spheres of water levitating over stage with dancers inside them. That's gonna be sexy! <laughs> <laughs> then you have uh, Mace, a little voice and a grin that's like, very dangerous, putting them together. You see Palpatine in his office, patting Anakin's shoulder. Mace, I don't think the boy can handle it. Mace and Obi-Wan in the godship over Coruscant. Again, Mace, I don't trust him. Then you see Tri-Droids blazing guns, Republic fighter exploding, debris flying by. And then you see again Palpatine in his office, a little bit concerned. I need your help, son. Palpatine walks away from Anakin. I'm appointing you to be my personal representative on the Jedi Council. Anakin standing in the middle of the Jedi Council room. We see him from behind. Kaya Dimandi and Plo Koon appear holographically with other Jedi Masters present. And Mace says, you run this council, but we do not grant you the rank of Master. Kenobi looks away from Anakin's reaction, and Anakin gives a l- what in a close-up. In Padme's Bartman bedroom, then, you see Anakin talking to Padme bitterly. Obi-Wan and the Council don't trust me. And you have huge gun with, with a clone crew. Large explosions aboard a ship. Some more dying clone. Palpatine, learn to know the dark side of the Force. Anakin grinning, confused, listening, then with Padme at night on the balcony... Palpatine in his office and you'll achieve power greater than any Jedi Anakin briefly fighting Dooku and then he, the pose entering the, uh, in the, the, and then the posse entering private office music stops the Jedi ignite lightsabers Mace you're under arrest Chancellor Palpatine in his chair carefully controlling his anger are you threatening me Master Jedi then yeah, there's a close up of the lightsaber hilt snaps to Palpatine's hand with an audible click. Now, from now, from 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 now on, there's ten drum beats and no other sound for each short, about second or two scene. The posse enter, then, but this time Sidious jumps in its direction from behind over the camera. We only see his back. Then Mace is in a defensive pose. You see, uh, the, you see ship Grievous fighter flying away from a planet. Obi-Wan in a huge control room on Utapo, totally surrounded by battle droids, Magna Guards, and Grievous. Capital ships fighting in close quarters, one of them falling down, smoking heavily. Bale shouting in his speeder with blaster shots flying by. Then <laughs> I'm just like picturing ever since this morning, it's like, the fuck is this? Just, <laughs> just like going against the blaster shots. Okay. Obi-Wan's fighter flying over Utapo. <laughs> I'm not funny, just tell me. <laughs> Where are the crickets? <laughs> Anakin <laughs> hanging in the elevator, turbo lift shaft of uh, the invisible hand. Uh, camera flying down to Mustafar's surfa- surface. Grievous versus Obi-Wan Kenobi duel. We see Grievous from behind, only his fighter, and some rocks in the background. 
one-tracked vehicle, tanks speeding and closing to the camera. Wookiees jump of it, one of them straight onto the camera. Then there's a long shot of the pillar of smoke over the Jedi Temple. The music then returns. The Emperor's voice from the original trilogy. Every single Jedi is now an enemy of the Republic. During this line, brief scenes are shown. Sidious, not-so-pretty face. Obi-Wan looking anxiously at droids closing on him. Then Mace with Saber and Palpatine's back and his, his hair indicates strong wind. Then Yoda with clones behind his back, aiming, at, aiming blasters at him. Chewbacca close-ups. Tenty four flying bys towards the planet. Palpatine, do what must be done. During this line, Anakin looks very dark and dangerous, hooded in robe, then leading ranks of troopers. Shot first from high above, then from ground level, closing to the camera. Palpatine, do not hesitate. During this line, Ella Secura surrounded by clones doing blasters at her. Show no mercy. Kai Adimadi also surrounded by clones, then open fire and he tries to block shots with lightsaber. Then Anakin Skywalker approaches the camera proudly in Mustafar bunker then cuts down two separatists. Obi-Wan Kenobi to Yoda inside the temple. Who could have done this? Anakin Skywalker cutting an, em an emojian. A very Sith-like Anakin Skywalker standing on the pillared balcony on Mustafar in dark cloak and hood. Yoda to Obi-Wan again. Twisted by the dark side, young Skywalker has become. Anakin Skywalker cutting another Nemodian. Trippio leaving behind, uh, leaving Padme on the balcony. Carson at nine. I feel so helpless. Then a montage. You have the battle over Carson, Jedi fighter, starfighter incoming, Padme crying, Anakin and Obi-Wan duel in large hall, Carson battle again, Kashyyyk battle, Obi-Wan and Anakin exchanging lightsaber blows in a narrow corridor with sparks flying off the walls, Sidious shooting force lightning at a surprised Yoda, Obi-Wan's Obi-Wan with hands outstretched for a force push determined and tight like in a context too strong in the force. A 10-wheel juggernaut tank shoots rockets straight ahead. Space battle with R2-D2 close-up. Obi-Wan jumps back down to the circuit pipe over a lava river. Anakin with the lava in the background. And then Obi-Wan with lava in the background shouting very dr dr dramatically, almost through the tears, You are the chosen one! Some more space explosions. Sidious drawing sanded pods with the force. Yoda avoiding them and rolling over. Senate chamber in the background. Sidious with lightsaber close-up, with a very sinister smile or, or laugh. Craft flying over water, possibly in Kashyyyk, fountains of water rise. Huge wave of lava falls over a pipe on Mustafar. Obi-Wan and Anakin duel on the balcony, same place where Anakin stood earlier Sith-looking. Yoda looks up at the camera, close-up, Mace swinging his lightsaber and kicking or falling back. Space battle again. Then there's Anakin and Obi-Wan exchange lightsaber blows in mid-air, flying over lava on long cables. And then the title, Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Shot from their left side aboard a Star Destroyer, Vader is with folded arm across his chest, with the Empire staring straight ahead. We don't know what. There you go. <laughs> Not as tight as the French. Are. Almost perfect timing. <laughs> and uh, right now we're gonna we're gonna give you a little uh, listening to that uh, upcoming trailer because uh, you know what? Out like for some reason, some audio clips have like leaked out of Lucasfilm's headquarters, mm -hmm. and they're on the internet, and you can download them. And well, we're gonna give you a listen to it. Yeah. So here we go. We got six in a row.
dark side of the force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. You're under arrest, Chancellor. Are you threatening me, Master Jedi? You are the chosen one! Every single Jedi is now an enemy of the Republic. Do what must be done. Do not hesitate. Show no mercy. Is it possible to learn this power? Not from a Jedi. So there you go. And if you look really carefully to uh, the uh, the part where you can hear him uh, show no mercy and everything, you can uh, you can actually hear those guns loading in the clone troopers and everything. Scary. Cool. Ayla, we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be hole all over her body. So, Dooku's jewel. Isn't that interesting? Well, the entire thing was actually explained to us this week on the internet, and. Um, there's a series of actions that I'm not going to go into because we don't have enough time. But basically, Dooku and Obi-Wan gets to start fighting with... Uh, well, Obi-Wan and Anakin gets to start fighting with Dooku. And there's a, st- there's a lot of thing happening. Then Dooku is de- determined to separate his opponents, both of them, so that he can handle them each separately. Dooku delivers a strong kick to Anakin, which sends him tumbling back. Dooku then uses the force to attack Obi-Wan once again. This time, he holds Obi-Wan in place and levitates him several feet up. Then, in a quick motion, he sends Obi-Wan flying across the room into a balcony on a far wall. After smashing into the balcony's railing, Obi-Wan drops to the floor unconscious. Dooku intends to finish the job as he's holed out his hand and uses the force to pry the balcony from the wall, allowing it to fall onto Obi-Wan. The balcony crashes down, but only part of it lands on Obi-Wan's leg. Anakin attacks Dooku with even more fury than before as he's been kicked up, kicked away. They fight their way back to, down the stairs to the floor below. As they grind their sabers against each other, Dooku commands that he senses the dark side in Skywalker. Anger, aggression, but you do not use it, he says. They clash swords again and fight their way back closer to Palpatine who watches intently. Dooku and Anakin do battle with all they got, and in a very quick motion the victor is revealed. Anakin hits down Dooku's arms with his lightsaber hilt and pulls Dooku's saber out of his hand in the moment of confusion. Simultaneously, he slides his blade through both of Dooku's wrists. Dooku reacts with a shocked expression, and the triumphant Anakin stands tall with a lightsaber in each hand. Dooku looks at his cut off forearm and drops to his knees. Anakin steps forward and lowers the lightsaber blades in a scissor like fashion over Dooku's neck. Dooku looks up at Anakin, and for the first time, we see fear in his eyes. Anakin is now hesitating, realizing that killing Dooku is unnecessary, since he now can be easily arrested. In a commending tone, Palpatine says to finish him. Breaking character, Dooku turns to Palpatine with a look of surprise and says, What? You promised me amnesty! This only seems to confuse Anakin. Palpatine again and says that Anakin finished the job. I know I shouldn't. Anakin says to himself, but after a few more of Palpatine's words, Anakin looks down at the defenseless Sith Lord and decides it's time to put an end to to him for good. Anakin throws his arm to the sides, causing each lightsaber blade to slice through Dooku's neck and decapitating him. Anakin watches as Dooku's head tumbles off 
of his torso, which promptly collapses to the ground. Anakin helps Palpatine out of his restraints as Palpatine rubs his shaft wrist and his, uh, and his fans. He reassures Anakin he was too dangerous to be left alive. Anakin expresses some remorse at what he'd done, but Palpatine reminds him that this is not the first time he's done something like this. Remember what you told me, Palpatine says, about your mother and the Sand People? Anakin does not continue this conversation as he rush to, f- to his fallen friend Obi-Wan. Anakin pulls him from the balcony and inspects him. Palpatine walks past them in a bit of a rush and heads up the stairs toward the doorway. Anakin reports that Obi-Wan doesn't appear severely hurt. Palpatine turns and looks down from the balcony. Leave him, he says. Anakin looks up as to if the man an explanation. Palpatine says they must go quickly and taking Obi-Wan would only slow them down. Anakin states that he will not leave Obi-Wan behind. His fate will be our own. So there you go. Some more details about Mustafar now. There's a stronghold, secret bunker on Mustafar, where the fortune is, Gunner says, and able to withstand an attack on 10,000 Jedis. As Grievous puts it, from its command center, all the battle droids in the galaxy may be deactivated, and they are, as a matter of fact, exactly one hour before Vader's arrival. This means the Clone Wars are over. There's also an automated lava mine built by the Techno Union to drop precious metal from liquid stone. When Anakin arrives in... San Hill is the first to be killed, followed by Shumai, then Runako, Wat Tenvor, and finally Newt Gunray, which at this point probably had pissed his pants. The Bogadai is heroically on Utapo. The Bogadai is actually that uh, worm creature that uh, Obi-Wan will be uh, riding to go and fight uh, Grievous to. She takes all the shots from clones upon herself, protecting Obi-Wan. Together they fall down into the ocean at the bottom of the sinkhole. Grievous is on the 10th level, as told from Tian Medan, the Utapo people are held hostage. R4G9 flies Obi-Wan Starfighter off-planet, so that no one knows Kenobi is still on the planet. The city is powered by windmills. Obi-Wan uses the Force to get a Wrangler to let him use Boga. And Kenobi is surrounded by Grievous's guard and 100 battle droids on level 10. That's when he presses the square triangle... X, circle, up, up, down, down, left, left, right, right, select, start, and he gets, like, invincibility. Just, just, 10th level. Okay. That, that, that's... Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm kind of giving you time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Obi-Wan uses an Electro Staff at one point against Grievous. The Jedi Starfighter will be referred to as Jedi Interceptor. Lucas will appear as Baron Papanodia. And this is actually the center point of what happened that makes us decide to actually do this show tonight mm-hmm. on this particular subject. Anakin will be the one telling the Jedi that Palpatine is hideous. Obi-Wan uh, would discover it on Utapo and relay it to the Jedi Council. Then Anakin would come in and drop the news. Uh, then the Midu- Windu Posse would take action after that. Luminara Underly will be in the movie, but she will die on the job. Han Kashyyyk. Qui-Gon Jinn is in the scenario and he's going to teach Yoda how to keep his identity after death on Polismasa. Uh, Yoda explains the situation to Obi-Wan as well and he tells him that later he's going to get the same teachings as Qui-Gon. Drew's Chosen was confirmed to be the, the next, well the artist who's going to do the poster for episode 3. He's the one who did the posters for all three movies in the re-release and for all two movies thus far in the prequel trilogy. April 2nd is going to be the date where there's officially no spoilers anymore, says Pablo Hidalgo in the hyperspace uh, 
Pablo have date and uh, everything they will have been they will have to officially announce will have been officially confirmed so the ground rules about uh, what can be talked about are thrown out the window and Palpatine has two sabers in the movie but the blue one isn't one of them it was when Hasbro started creating a figure that we should stand that change some of the circumstance of that scene long toy uh, lead, lead time means that you can you can get a bo- you you can get a bonus accessory, but Palpatine's gonna get a green and a red lightsaber, two lightsabers, or maybe purple. Who knows? Well, this concludes the hyperspace segment. Thank you very much. And now we're gonna go to Master Fisto's insight with uh, the pulse. <laughs> Master Fisto, trust your insight, we do. Welcome to the Pulse, everyone. Um, in collecting news, um, the last few weeks have been very, very, very busy for collecting news. I'm not going to go over every single product that has seen their pictures splattered all over the internet. Um, if you are interested in the Toy Fair 2005 pictures, check out Galactic Hunter. They have them all there. They have stuff from Walmart. Tons of stuff. It's And it's even starting to leak out into stores. So if you're careful, you can find it. In video game news, there's a CD single by the band Ash mm-hmm. that is coming out for the upcoming Republic Commando CD. We have um, it, right? We played it on a yes, we have. show back, yeah. Um, it's actually coming out in a CD and uh, all that good stuff. And you can actually buy it on iTunes. I'm going to go get the link for you. Also, if you go to the official, light, the official site, sorry, you can pick up a QuickTime video that has like a making of the Republic Commando and even has an interview with actor Tamara Morrison and his involvement with the development of the voice acting for Republic Commando. Cool. Also, in comic news... If you go to StarWarsShop.com and you want to get the comic novelization of Revenge of the Sith with a special hardcover, you can do so. It's a special edition only on StarWarsShop.com. And that's it. With nothing <laughs> but shipping. Hmm. Yeah. How much is it going to cost? Like, like it's going to be like nineteen ninety-five or something like that? I, I, that's, you know... It's probably near 25 bucks. I'm I'm plus I'm guessing it's probably 15. just 1995 oh. plus the fifth. Actually, no, it's 1995 shipping now. Wow, they've raised the shipping. Oh man, did they did they not hear what we said? That Apparently, they just don't listen to us, which is why I've got no remorse and I'm totally shameless doing the show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> when are you not shameless? But I just want to mention, you know, that what I mentioned earlier, which I'll re-mention later when we get into the main subject. Yes. Yes. No. Okay, I'm posting the link right into the chat so you can go check out clones on iTunes. Cool. Yay. And we're back with the community update. 
And uh, I just want to tell you that the, there's one big convention coming out in March, and that's a uh, creation entertainment convention called Grand Slam 13. And uh, it's going to take place from March 11th through the 13th in Pasadena, California. Mark Hamill and Rena Owen will be there. So Luke Skywalker in the voice of Tan Wee. Uh, and she also appears as Nia Avalar in Revenge of the Sith. So we actually need to see her. Maybe she's going to have some insights or something. So if any one of you out there is actually going to the convention, please let us know what happened there. Because it's the, s- the same weekend as our next show. So cool. feel free to drop by. And there's been some more details about the uh, New York charity premiere that came out. The red carpet premiere will be on the evening of May 12th at the Ziegfeld Theater, home of the New York City Line. And the hour after party is at the cool place within walking distance to be announced very soon. The CHF was co-founded with singer-songwriter Paul Simon and pediatrician advocate uh, Dr. Irwin Redliner in 1987 to ensure that homeless children have access to finest quality health care. It is going to be the foundation to which they're going to give the... Uh, the, the, the money of that premiere. Tickets to the premiere of VIP After Party will be available by invitation and via online sales. Websites for online tickets are to be announced this coming week. Well, in the coming weeks, actually. 100% of all tickets proceed will benefit the Children's Health Fund. For those who would be interested in attending and raising money for that great cause, please email starwars at chfund.org. And this pretty much gives you the idea of the community update. Is there any updates for Katie? I haven't been to the website. No problem. I could go to the website right now. I'll go up for you. Yes. You continue. Well, we would actually be uh, just like let us know how much they're up to. Okay. Um. So to everyone who wants to, do, to donate money to uh, Katie, go to www.4katie.org. Oh, <laughs> he's like, where was it again? <laughs> <laughs> Been a long time since he given money. Mm, it's okay. A, I don't own a credit card. Seventeen thousand dollars, eight hundred and sixty-seven dollars. So as of as of the fifteenth. So the event of February since Valentine's Day. Yes. Okay. Sorry, we missed the goal. Ten thousand. Easter's coming up. Let's make it $3,000 for Easter. Yes. When's Easter? March 28th. <laughs> Come on, guys. It's a month. $3,000 in a month? Ten bucks, 10 bucks, like, no, 100 bucks a day. It's a fair goal. Mm. It's a very good, very good goal. Come on, I'm sure you can do it. Like, talk to your friends about it. Ask them to donate, like, at least 10 bucks. It's a very good cause. Because it's not only for her. If they find a cure for her, it means that other children will be saved as well. Not only doing this for one kid, it's <laughs> for a lot of kids. And right now we're gonna do into we're gonna go into something a little bit new called the Celebration Three update. Big turnout here from all corners of the Outer Rim territories. Order! We shall have order. The crowds are going nuts. <laughs> And there you go. Now we've got a few things to show you. Uh, if you go into my room 2, which is the room for 
other special things that are not spoilers for episode 3, you're going to find a link to a tentative schedule of the Star Wars Celebration 3. And you know what? That's something that anyone with two shoulders and a head on it can actually pull out with Excel. So just like feel free to drop based by. Based on? It's based on all the information you can find on StarWars.com. It's a tentative schedule. It's not like definitive. It's just a tentative schedule. And there's no... Tentative? Know, tentative. Tentative 4. Tentative 4. The actual, like, the big modification I made to it was that uh, in the 500 ballroom, which is going to be the big screen room, there's tons of Clone Wars programming all day long, so they told us the first time, but then they revised, they revised it. The opening ceremony will be in the 500 ballroom, which is... Well, actually, yeah, the opening ceremony will be in there. Last time it lasted one hour. And the 500 ballroom isn't all that big. So, kinds of raise like questions. But it's okay. And they're going to show all five other Star Wars movies as well. And I'm guessing since it's the big screen room, we can probably expect some kind of Episode 3 action in there, maybe. Rick McCollum, spectacular, spectacular. Spectacular, spectacular. What was the big spectacular thing, like the big show at C2? The, well, it was actually eight minutes of raw footage from the movie. But the big, 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 big thing... Like, what was it like where they talked Yoda. all about... Yoda. No, 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 no. Yoda what was the big presentation that they did? Like, was there one yeah. big presentation? It was one big presentation. It was okay. McCollum Spectacular. Okay. And Yoda's, Yoda's Yoda the Man was sh- sh- actually seen afterwards. Okay. But they put it back with other things because a lot of people complained. Okay. So almost everybody at C3 pretty much saw Yoda. Uh, there's going to be a Star Wars costume pageant... Pageant. A pageant, thank you. On Friday. And there's going to be a cabaret on Sunday. And cabaret. These will probably. Sunday will probably uh, happen in the afternoon. So don't get your mind set on what I just posted there. It's got probably going to happen at the end of the show. The difference between the cabaret and the pageant the pageant is because you add. You have worked like 50 to 60 hours on your costumes. And it's really extremely cool. And the cabaret will be. I can fight with a lightsaber. Look at me. It's costume and choreography. 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 uh, Just like like some actions. Reenactment of scenes. That's right. For the last last time it was the Tauntaun and the Wampa. Losing an arm and everything. Which was really cool. So there you go. Uh, Star Wars fans will be exhibiting in all C all day long. Uh, There's no listing as of yet. We have an idea but I didn't want to post it because I wanted to at least respect that. Uh, there's going to be Star Wars collecting all over the weekend, all over the four days in the White River Ballroom. Our friend uh, Nyubs Nyubs, uh, Frank Diorio from Nyubs Nyubs Universe is going to be there with our friends from Legends Action Figures our as well. Sponsor, yes. And I'll come back to that in a few seconds. Uh, Star Wars Fan Film Awards in the Sagamore Ballroom will happen on Friday. Uh, by the way, you've got till March 8th to put in your subscription. March 8th, Mar- March 5th for the... 8th. Oh. March 8th for the yeah. all-week pass. Oh, there. I have to go do that. Hurry <laughs> <laughs> up. There's going to be fan films uh, in the in room 120 and pop culture films in room 2005. Uh, pop culture? Yeah, pop culture films. Like uh, Star Wars reference and... I'm guessing it's Star Wars reference in The Simpsons and... Probably uh, some guys kind of... Stuff like that. Probably some kind of... That's going to be a long presentation. Yeah, it's it's pretty much scheduled there, like for the entire thing. Uh, official picks: the people behind the autograph, 
like C2 Ventures. I've, they've, they've just confirmed a, a, a ton of guests, so I'm going to go ahead. If you don't know their, their name, just go to officialpicks.com and check out the guest list. Amy Hallen, Kenny Baker, Jerome Blake, Paul Blake, Ralph Brown, Jeremy Bullock, Gary Kagan, Joel Holm, Jesse Jensen, Zach Jensen, Daniel Logan, Shannon MacRandall, <laughs> Rena Owen, <laughs> Mary Oyaya, uh, Ray Park, Dave Prowse, Mike Quinn, Michael Sheard, and Orly Shoshan. Jedi Shack T. It's, it's T, guys, not Ta. Shack T. <laughs> Little typo there. We'll give them that. But you know what? They're actually looking for uh, volunteers. So if you'd like to enhance your Celebration 3 experience by lo- volunteering for official picks, uh, they need a, as many as 500 volunteers. And uh, it's there's go- they're going to be compensated with CD autograph photos, not to mention a unique experience uh, to treasure. You can uh, just go to officialpicks.com for more details. Or... And uh, you'll find everything there under volunteers section. And I am gonna grab my friend. Do I have my friends in the universe? Is that it? That's not it. I missed my friend in the universe. So Frank Diorio and the guys uh, from uh, the universe are gonna be there. They're gonna make. They're gonna make a 60 feet uh, wide Death Star model. And they are in need of your, of you. Why? Because they need action figures to fill it up. Because last time they were doing Mazespa and they had just a few action figures all around the place. But you know what? They need. They 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 actually created the C3 diorama figure fund. So you can actually send them action figures that you're not using anymore, that your kids are not playing with anymore. We don't care if they're all chewed up. You know, it's like it's okay. It's we just want to be pop- cool for the picture. We just want to populate the Death Star. So it's it's got to be people that's been in there, and I'm Officers, hoping that uh, I, I'm hoping that people will, will not actually send 500 Obi Wan's because there's only, there was only one Obi Wan. <laughs> so you know, concentrate, clones. <laughs> con- concentrate on stuff like Death Star officers, Death Star droids, uh, stormtroopers, 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 power droids, Imperial guards maybe, but Imperial not gunners. That much. Yeah, Imperial gunners, Imperial guards. They probably have covered the Emperor and Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I may suggest, if you actually have some, um, if you actually have some bounty hunters and you're not using them, send it to them so they can put them in the little cells of the detention blocks. Ah, Wookie, Wookies. Yeah, Wookies. No name, Wookies, not Chewbacca. This other carpets, <laughs> <laughs> other walking carpets, because they were used as slaves. There you go. So they're actually thinking of building a 500 rooms Death Star. Wow. So, you know, I th- well, I days? think I think with 27,000 27, fans last time around, 500 people building one room, fairly easy. Yeah, it's quite doable. If those people those people go there and just enjoy themselves, mm-hmm. they're just like going with ooh plaster and papier mache and glue and getting high there <laughs> kind of fun <laughs> I mean you, ju- you would just like you're ooh it's true my you're just gonna walk you're just gonna walk in front of that that room, that room? and it's so you're not gonna vi- ventilated you're gonna smell the glue <laughs> but I'm sure it's gonna be tons of fun and it's gonna be incredible when it's finished um, there's uh, so there you go you can go to yup yup universe.com yup yup's universe.com and uh, I'll post the link in the in the chat. 
so that uh, you guys so you can all go and check out how to actually send everything your figures and everything and it's a really good idea and the guys from Legends are going to be there so if you want to go meet the guys well actually one two of the guys from yeah. Legends they're going to be on site and it's going to be yeah, exciting and friends. you're going to have a lot of fun and you probably will see us there also since they we know them so yep 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 yep, yep. There's uh, the company. There's a company listing that has been made, and since we've got tons of time, I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. And I got enough time to name them all. Okay. So I'm just gonna go ahead. Uh, Three Day Blinds will be there. They're the one doing the uh, the, the the blinds. Uh, it's, a new com- it's a new company out there, in, in uh, I think it's in San Francisco, and uh, they do very nice work. If you haven't checked out their website, check them out on Google. Three Day Blinds, and uh, Three Day Blinds. Three Day Blinds. I'm guessing they probably make them in three days. So if you order them <laughs> on Thursday, chances are you're going to leave with them on Sunday. No. Monday. Okay. <laughs> well, no, because, of course, yeah. you know, the company... Whatever, continue. <laughs> so we give them where, the, where are the crickets? We need the crickets. <laughs> Here's Jiminy. When we need him. A Wrinkle in Time, Acme Archive, Action Figures Authority, Advanced Graphics, Animated Animations, and Tony Grant, D.O. Company, uh, Art of Rolf, of Rolf Macquarie, Atomic Age Collectibles, BND Star Wars, Borders, Brian's Toys, gonna be there. You gotta get an autograph, man. Want me to get you an autograph from Brian's Toys? <laughs> no. Okay, you want me to get you a burger from Burger King? Because they're gonna be there too. <laughs> <laughs> Probably with the figures and everything yeah. that are coming out for the movie. C2 Ventures, Chessex Manufacturing. So I'm guessing we are gonna see Probably Mate for, uh, for the Tactics game, if not uh. miniatures. Uh, Children's Memorial Hospital, Singular Wireless, Cloud City Collectibles, Code 3 Collectibles, Collector Book, Collector Rebel- Rebellion, Comic Images, Cool Cat Collectibles, D&D Collectibles, Dark Horse Comics, Dark Side Collectibles, a lot of collectibles out there. <laughs> Don Anderson's Designs, Del Rey and Random Mouse, DK Publishing will be there once again, Duncan Jenkins and Gus Lopez, which, which will also be giving uh, panels in the collection thing. Uh, the Earth Collectible Toy Mall, Head Helen Armory, Endless World, Falcon's Hangar, Federation Toys, General Giant Studios, Gregory Studio, Grit Shells, Groovy Little Toys, DBA Forever Young Collectors, Hasbro Incorporated, Heroes in Action, Hills Wholesale Gaming, Hollywood Heroes, Intergalactic Trading Company, Jack Specific, Josh Birch, Gifts Collectible, Curved Danner Toys, Lego Systems Incorporated, Lightspeed Fine Art, Lost in Vacuum Toys, LucasArts, Master Replica, Matt Bush illustration, Mellow Smello. <laughs> Mike, what? <laughs> it's Mellow Smello. <laughs> Mike International Company. You want to check that out for me? Mellow no. Smello on Google, please. No. <laughs> I'm just curious. Monthly like more Maverick <laughs> Marketing. Hey, there's a marketing company there. Maybe I can get hired. <laughs> Museum of Science, Neat Stuff Collectibles, Nostalgic Nook, Bin USA, PosterParty.com, R2D Toys. Real Memories, Richer World, Rolling Thunder, Ruby's Costumes, Colistic Ink, Scotch Fraser Painting, Sideshow Collectibles, Snappy Popcorn. It's like that thing will bite at your neck if you try to eat it. Sony Classical is going to be there. Sorry, no subtitles. Stanks Collectibles, Star- Starbase Atlanta Incorporated, StarWarsShop.com slash LucasFilmLoaded. Go see Paul Hans there. Studio Creations, Still Incorporated, Tops Company, Toy Cave, Toy Federation, Toy Heaven, Toy Tokyo, Toink. Dot com. 
Trans International Ultrarama Utility Kits Co um, Visions Entertainment White Old Collectibles Wisdom Productions and Yester Toys. So you know Wizards what? Wizards isn't going to be there. If and you know that's right, Wizards isn't in there. What? Wizards isn't in there. Wizards of the Coast. Surprising. You know that's Surprising. because they probably got their own room. Because <laughs> they're probably under Hasbro. You think so? Yeah. Probably. Maybe. Hasbro owns Wizards. Oh. There it's there you go. What makes sense? A big freaking boot. <laughs> Just like last time I'm pr- I'm pretty much sure. So there you go. And uh yeah, that's uh that's the celebration three update for you. Was yeah. wasn't it nice? There was like yeah. tons of information. Any crazy to read before we uh And you know what next uh next t- next shows we're probably gonna have some more for you. And some comparison with what happened last time and what's going to happen this time around. Hey, you can't tell what's going to happen. You, you can hope what's going to happen. Okay, if I borrow Parker, will you give me 20 bucks? <laughs> no. It's like we're going to give you any money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you can actually shoot my thing. I'm going to give you one crazy theory right now because it's kind of out of subject. Okay. But I'm sure you're going to like it. Welcome, Welcome to, to Sebastian's Ultimate Crazy Theory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use the Chewbacca defense here, <laughs> you know, to throw something totally out of subject. And uh, I know exactly where the Yuuzhan Vong were uh, kind of invented, where they were, where the idea came from. Sebastian, they've already told us. You know what? That's not true. And you know why? Oh because boy. I watched a G.I. Joe movie last night on YTV here in Canada. And th- there's this like kingdom called Cobra La, where all the Cobra commander kind of comes from and everything. <laughs> like Shangri-La? Yeah, exactly. And it's in the Himalayas and everything. Oh, God. And uh, in Cobra La, everything is actually made out of life tissues. No technology whatsoever. And they see human as people using technology and being bad, and they want to destroy them with spores, which they send into space aboard living vessels. God. Huh. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. But if you actually take a look, at the second look at the G.I. Joe movie... Cut them off. You're, no, <laughs> you're going to realize I'm right. Just cut it off now. So right now we're going to go to a short musical, sh- uh, musical show. Mm-hmm. Musical show, musical break. show, yay! And I'm gonna be dancing on webcam, and we're gonna Short be listening to break. You know what? We're gonna get we're gonna get ourselves really into that thing, and we're gonna get listen to Limb Biscuit and My Way. And we'll be right back to Star Wars on the right. With the, main the voice of Star Wars. <laughs> Think you're special, you do. I can see it in your eyes. I can see it when you laugh at me, look down on me, and walk around on me. Just
straight up leave your shit and you'll be the one who's left missing me SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Hi, this is Paul Rudish, the art director from Clone Wars Cartoon, and you're listening to Star Wars Undirect. And we're back to Star Wars Undirect, the voice of Star Wars fandom. I was going to say, and we're back to StarWars.com for some reason. <laughs> and uh, I, j- I just want to quickly uh, mention the fact that Jay Lagaya is going to be doing the is going to be the MC for Star Wars Celebration Three because Anthony Daniels it's was unavailable. Apparently unavailable. You know what happened? He lost his his jacket. Oh, that must be it. So who stole it? I want to give you a thousand bucks. No, you know what, Tony? W- you were really good, honestly, but the jacket thing. Get over it. <laughs> There's no other way to okay. say that. It was nice and all, but uh, for those who don't, who don't know, uh, Jay actually did DMC in Dusseldorf, Germany, last year for JediCon, so I can't wait. Cool. I'm sure it's going to be thrilling. And uh, right now, we're going to go straight into our main subject, and we're going to be talking about the relation between Lucasfilm and, the, and us little fan sites. Yes. So people like us, people like T-Bone's Star Wars Universe... People like Millennium Falcon, uh, people like, of course, TheForce.net, who apparently can't come to us tonight and tell us a little bit about their relation with LFL. But right now, we're going to go into another look at 
relations between websites, fan websites, and officials. And we've got Michael Regina, also known as Xoanon, from the OneRing.net website. Hi, Michael. How are you doing? Very good. How are you guys doing? Fine. Fine. Uh, so, you're on the OneRing.net. Yes. Yes, I do. I'm the editor-in-chief. Uh, I'm also the uh, online producer for different video segments we do, and and a general cook and bottle washer for uh, a ton of uh, other different things that we do on, on our website. Cool. That's great. And uh, when you started the uh, the actual OneRing.net, uh, how were the relations between you guys and New Line Cinema slash Alliance here in Canada? Well, um, New Line approached us maybe about six months uh, into uh, production, basically six months into, into our production, not production of the film. Uh, we were already making a lot of headlines on, on, uh, on the Internet, and so they came to us and said, let's, uh, let's work together and let's, um, let's do something um, uh, you know, combined with uh, you know, what they, what they want to do with their website and what we do with ours. Uh, we were pretty excited. We, uh, we we didn't think we'd get that kind of uh, attention from the studio, um, and uh, I guess we were at, initially we were really looking forward to to working with them and and uh, seeing what what we can do together. Um, but then, of course, um, typical studio stuff kind of got into the way. But uh, you know, that's that's kind of how you got to you know how you got to deal with things uh, when you're working. With a uh, major production company like New Line or or other companies, they uh, they tend to um, they tend to want your and need your attention when when they need it, but when you when you need their attention, they uh, they tend to put you on the back burner. So. Okay, and that was that was actually pretty nice of them to contact you six months within production. Uh, were there ever any any issues with leaked images? Oh, for sure, yeah. We had the first uh, image of Gollum, uh, not a, a completed image, but, um, you know, one of these um, semi-render kind of images that we put online, and they, you know, were really upset with us in regards to getting that online and demanded we take it down, and we had other images. We had sound bites um, from the clip, from you know, clips from the film and stuff like that that they would ask us to remove, and, and um, I'd say about... You know, 75% of the time we were okay with doing that, and um, about 25% of the time we were we were reluctant to do it, or we waited at least uh, two or three days before taking it down, and it became kind of uh, a moot point taking it down anyways, because you know tons of other websites have it up already. So, um, so it was it was tense at times. I mean, there were phone calls late in the night and early in the morning and and stuff like that. So it was uh, it was tense at times. Was, was there anybody that actually showed up to your doorstep asking to sue you? <laughs> no, no one showed up at our doorstep. Um, my partner in New Zealand actually got a um, trespassing notice uh, uh, while, when they started filming. Uh, they, they demanded that she not approach any of the sets and, and stuff like that, and it was an official you know, Department of Wellington or whatever it was uh, trespassing notice. And uh, we, uh, so the only thing we could do was uh, post it online. So we scanned it and posted it on, <laughs> online, and we said, "Look at, look at this." You know, uh, uh, they're they're, sending, they're giving us warning about going to the sets. And then uh, Peter himself, um, uh, either you know, I'm sure he, I'm not too sure if he was aware about the trespassing notice or not, but he turned around and, and decided to 
uh, do, the, do the opposite and invite us on the set and, and be really, really great with us himself. So I think there was a bit of a struggle between New Line Cinema and Peter Jackson and his crew. Uh, they, they had two different ways they wanted to, to deal with us. And I think New Line, uh, in the case of Lord of the Rings, I think New Line Cinema won out uh, most of the time. But uh, with, uh, like, like I said, with the other production companies that we deal with, it seems to be a little different. Okay. Uh, speaking of different companies, uh, issues with fan-organized screening. Mm-hmm. Did, did you ever had any come up? Because I, wa- I want to actually mention that. The OneRing.net is the equivalency of StarWars.com for Lord of the Ring fans because the actual Lord of the Ring website isn't that much up with content and stuff like that, unlike the OneRing.net is. Mm-hmm. And one thing that actually the OneRing.net came up with was a very good idea idea of throwing line parties yeah. for the coming out of the movies. Yeah. And you actually add this software all coded up on the website and people would go to the website, they would sign up for local theaters and everybody would get to meet at some place, there would be an organizer and it would go very uh, very smoothly. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I don't remember, I remember us, you know, uh, working out the basics uh, in our meetings, but I don't remember who initially came up with that idea of, of having parties where people could, you know, organize stuff and have a database where, where, you know, you could look up your town and see where the closest line party is. And we had thousands of parties and, and you know, hundreds of thousands of people who were signed up for these parties, and it was so much fun. And uh, it was, uh, it became this huge kind of event, and for each each of the films, there were people who were organizing these parties and I think the biggest one was about 300 400 people in Salt Lake City and uh it was uh, it was really really neat and uh New Line Cinema was um I guess I mean they they of course loved that idea because we were basically doing all their promotion for them and uh they initially had decided that we would also be working with them on something called Trilogy Tuesday which was going to be a screening of all three films um back to back and they had all these great ideas, and they wanted us to do all the work for them. And then, at the last minute, I think they, they pulled out, and they didn't—they uh, didn't want to do it anymore. They didn't want to back it anymore, or something like that. And so that was just one of the major problems we had dealing with New Line. One of them. <laughs> yeah, just one of them. This is one. <laughs> and uh, but it, in the end, uh, I mean, the the, the 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 line party still actually happened, mm-hmm. and it was tons of fun. Yeah, it was, except, I mean, the one, as you know, as you well know, the one we had, the last one we had here in Montreal, weather was the major factor that uh, that kind of, um, you know, ruined our our party that we had yeah. in December of, uh, what was it, 2004. But um, but I'm, I'm sure, I'm convinced, if it was a nice if it was a nice December evening, we would have had at least uh, 100, 200 people there. So it was, mm-hmm. uh, oh, we would have filled the room. it was such a bad, uh, bad night. If if it hadn't been from the weather, I'm totally certain we would have filled the room entirely. Yeah, absolutely. We we actually had sponsors for, so that people know actually what was going on. Mm-hmm. We we had uh, Games Workshop, I believe, uh, sponsoring us. We had Legends Action Figure and D'Artagnan sponsoring us here in Montreal. It was really great, and uh, only uh, only about a hundred people showed up because uh, of the weather. Sadly enough. Yeah. Oh well, <laughs> but, it happens. <laughs> but but you told me something that night, and kind of relate to the next question. Uh, question I've got to ask: How's the communication with actor and actresses of Lord of the Ring? Uh, for Rings, it was. I mean, it depends on the actors. Uh, we're starting to do conventions, and you guys, I know you do conventions as well. And uh, 
Oh, and Orlando Bloom's on TV. They're doing Oscar coverage right now, and I just got to tell everyone Orlando Bloom's on the, on the Oscar cover right, coverage right now. But anyways, back to my story. Um, what was I talking about? Yes, we got fan communication, and, and like I said, with conventions, you guys have what's called A-list actors and B-list actors and even C-list actors. And uh, the way that works is, of course, A-list actors are someone like Orlando Bloom or Elijah Wood, and B-list actors are someone like um, that, you know, someone slightly less... Uh, popular, I, I dare say, and C-list actors are the extras or the technical crew or, or stuff like that. Um, and we have a lot of direct communication with the B and C-list actors. We have their actual emails and phone numbers, and we we you know meet up with them and talk with them on a regular basis. And uh, some of the A-list actors we we can um, we can get through by email or phone or something like that. But as far as the major actors, it's usually dealt with through their publicists and. Um, most of the time they're very open to us and they're very interested in uh, in hearing what we have to say and if we have something that, you know, we, we think um, we want to get the actor involved when, with, it's pretty fairly easy to get um, to get in touch with these guys. So, uh, and they, I mean, they all know the One Ring and they're, you know, really, uh, really glad that, you know, it it, uh, it helped to boost Lord of the Rings and get all the fans together and, and stuff like that. So I think, uh, I think they're really uh, open and receptive to that. Okay. Uh, something very special, and I think never before seen. Uh, there was an Oscar party in 2003 mm-hmm. or 2004. Mm-hmm. Right. 2003. In, uh, uh, no, in 2004. Early 2004. Early 2004. Yeah. That was actually thrown uh, by the fans mm-hmm. of the One Ring dot net. Mm-hmm. And I can remember my cousin actually looking at the feed because you had live webcam like mm-hmm. our webcam just went went down <laughs> I'll just put it back up people I, just as I said that it popped in my face and um, uh, I remember my cousin always like looking at it and it was great you had Elijah Wood and uh, all those guys uh, mm-hmm. ruling a band and everything yeah so had, uh, yeah that was we that was actually our third party we had three uh, parties for each of the films that came out when they were nominated for Academy Awards and this is the first year, first time in three years that uh, my fiance and I and everyone from the One Ring aren't in Los Angeles celebrating at the Oscars. So we're kind of sitting here watching the red carpet show at the Oscars, kind of going, "Oh, look, you know, that's we were there last year at this time." You know, so it's kind of weird, but um, yeah, we had these huge parties, and uh, each one, uh, the, the the one after the the next one, always they got bigger and bigger. And for the third one, the um, the actors and the producers and Peter Jackson and all the all the actors uh, came right to our party. The, the first one they went to after the Governor's Ball, and uh, in the case of Elijah Wood and a few of the other actors, they stayed there all night. They didn't go to the Vanity Fair party. They didn't go to, you know, Elton John's party or any of the other famous parties. They actually stayed at ours all night. And uh, the next day, it was kind of the talk of the town, and it was in all the trade shows and in all the magazines and newspapers that our party was the uh, the hit of the evening in Hollywood. So it was pretty neat. And it was really, really, uh, we had a blast that night, and it was a lot of fun. So uh, to be sitting here at home a year later is kind of kind of weird, but <laughs> it's got to end sometime, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, of course, during all this actual, uh, how can I say, endeavor of mm-hmm. yours, were there any limitations or boundaries that were set by the studios? Well, like I said, we New Line had one way of dealing with us, which was, you know, pretty heavy-handed and official and, and all kinds of stuff. And Peter and his team kind of had a really um, hands-on approach in dealing with us in, in a good way. And, the you know, the guys from Weta, which are the, you know, the special effects um, 
uh, arm of Peter Jackson's company, uh, Weta Digital, they said to us, just, you know, do what you guys do, and, and we love that and everything, but just please don't show any, after the whole Gullum incident, they said, please don't show any computerized images of tree beard or anything else that we, we're going to do, because we really want the fans to, to enjoy that. Um, so... And, and since it was from the guys actually working on, on the on the film itself, we couldn't really say, you know, no, too bad, you know. Uh, we, we, we really felt that we owed them that much, and so we, we did, we promised them that we wouldn't be uh, showing any um, really spoilerish images of uh, some of this computerized stuff that they had been working on for years and years. So. Okay. But yet, I think I remember you guys being the first to actually post pictures of Treebeard, but they were a little bit fuzzy. They were the uh, they were the toy images, so we, we okay. that, that was kind of a loophole. We got we got the <laughs> toy images of Treebeard, so we we said to ourselves, well, we promised not to you know post up computer images of Treebeard, <laughs> but we didn't say anything about toy images, so we posted those up. And I don't remember if we were told to take them down or not, but uh, but yeah, we had those up for a while. But we did have actually uh, images uh, and model uh, shots of the Balrog. Um, Way before Fellowship came out, and we we uh, we also uh, found a small loophole to get that online. We we posted a really tiny tiny image of it in a in a in a different section of the website, and we didn't tell anyone it was there, but it was still there. So if anyone caught it, they'd kind of look at it and say, "Well, what's that thing?" And we never we never would reply to them or tell them what it was. We just kind of left it there. So <laughs> get nice. fun with it. <laughs> and uh, over the years, was there any actual like? How can I say? Evol- evolution, mm-hmm. basically, between you guys at the One Ring and the studios at New Line. Well, I mean, we had um, we have some crew down in LA, so uh, we have you know Cliff uh, Broadway and, and a few of our guys. And for a while, my bar- my partner Chris was down living there in LA. So when they had something that they wanted to to show. Uh, the one ring they would you know sh- send it to those guys or invite those guys to the studio but uh, once or twice i was invited uh, and i got a full you know paid trip to la to view the screening of the dvd the fellowship dvd for the first time and a few other little little perks here and there so i think when they like when they felt like being really really nice to us they they were and then when they and I guess they kind of took that as, look, we were nice to you, so now kind of do what we say kind of deal. And, and uh, it worked, like I said, 20% of the time, I guess. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, in retro, like if, if we had never started working with Universal um, for King Kong, I think we would have never noticed how, uh, how badly we were dealt with, with New Line because Universal is is like the exact opposite of what New Line was. They're really open and they're really interested in hearing our ideas and they really are actually taking us quite seriously. And I don't know if that's because we've, you know, we did five years with Lord of the Rings and we were, we're now, you know, big guys or just because they're a different studio and, they, and that's how they deal with, with things. But yeah, it's it. just radically different. And uh, like I said, New Line wasn't, you know, they weren't horrible to us and they weren't like George Lucas and what you guys have to go through. But they, now that I see how nice studios can be it, it's a big difference well you you did prove your professionalism over the years uh with the wondering.net website mm-hmm. and uh i i got i got i got to be the moderator of this topic tonight and i got to say that it's not that bad with george lucas okay it's it's a lot 
it's a lot better than what most people out there may think. Okay, see, uh, I don't know. So that's so that's to to be honest with you, dealing with New Line when when we did uh, for what we did for the the, the Montreal premiere back in 2003, mm-hmm. uh, that was pretty harsh. And uh, I must admit that New Line is actually the the tougher nut oh, in the go. film industry <laughs> thus far I've had to dealt with. Yeah, I mean, I know New Line was. I mean, they were ba- basically those films were bankroll. You know, they. They were going to make or break the studio, and uh, they had a lot on the line. So to trust almost anything to a group of fans uh, is pretty tough. But after three years, or even after the first year, when they saw the monumental success of the first film, uh, you'd think that they would kind of go easier or uh, at least um, recognize the fact that we did. So I mean, we kind of got a little bit of recognition on the DVD, the extended edition of Return of the King. I think one of the last... Um, special features is a part is a, about the the Oscars, and then they actually mention our party and they showed clips from it. So that was kind of the last last thing that they could they could you know at the last second they just said oh yes and the One Ring did some cool stuff for us thanks bye you know <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean besides that I mean they were they were okay to deal with but like I said uh, it, it's it, I'm just glad that we're dealing with Universal for for King Kong and. Uh, and some other studios as well. So, <laughs> well, kind of what you said was, Univ- the new line is a subsidiary of Warner, mm. and they don't have the same bankroll that Warner does. Because exactly. I've heard from Warner that mm. they only take on Jerry Bruckheimer type films, films that they can bankroll with stars. Mm-hmm. New Line exactly. seems to be their smaller studio that they might take risks on. So I understand maybe their point of view being harder on the fans. They're a smaller studio in a, with a bigger brother over them. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean that's the whole case. And while while we were in negotiations with them, they were bought out by uh or they were bought and merged with Time Warner and all that other stuff. So um a lot of dynamics had changed and there was a lot of, you know, people at the head offices that they had changed and stuff like that. So it was uh, the, the the offices. I don't think have changed now very much. We don't even deal with them now very much uh, anymore. But um, I think now maybe a few of the regulars that we knew are, are gone or retired or moved up or down or wherever. But when we were there, yeah, it was kind of the same team. But their uh, their bosses had changed and who they answered to had changed as well. So it was uh, it was tough. Like I said, it was a constant struggle. And I think Peter and his team were. We're um, always have to go through New Line first, and New Line were kind of filtering us out and, and making sure Peter didn't have direct contact because now uh, with Universal it's quite the opposite, and we have direct contact with Peter and we have direct contact with Universal, and it's kind of a triangle now, whereas before it was kind of just this one-way communication. Cool. True business affairs. <laughs> exactly. Um, quick, two quick questions before we're done with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, of your knowledge, has New Line ever closed any fan sites? Uh, they actually did. Uh, what was the fan site? Um, Lord of the or T uh, T L O T R dot com or something like that was officially closed down um, because New Line wanted that for their shop or something. I don't exactly recall the details, but that was one of the and one of the only sites that they had officially closed down because they wanted it for themselves or, or something like that. Okay. Um, and that was the only one I had seen. But besides that, I had not seen anything else, no. Okay. And do you have any suggestions 
for people like us who are dealing uh, with officials from the movie industry? Well, you got to realize that this is their this is their property, and in, in a in a second they could close you down. We were just talking about getting closed down, and they owe us. Uh, you know, like I, I, even I said it today. You know, they owe uh, you know they New Line owed us for their publicity, but in in all actuality, they don't owe, owe us anything. And if they want to, they could completely ignore us and and do you know go on and do their own thing. But it's out of their you know it's it's to their. Um, uh, credit or it's to their, you know, it's for them that they use us to to promote the film. But it's also um, a great idea to to reach out to the fans. So you got to respect them and you got to um, play their game sometimes. But if you're lucky, you get a studio that doesn't really play too many games, and you could, you know, actually do honest work and just honestly promote these films. And if you love this film or this genre or whatever, just you can have fun with it and. Uh, Hopefully uh, the studios, uh, you know, know this and they, uh, they they use they use the fans in the best way possible. So there you go. Thank you very much, Michael, for being with us tonight. No problem. Uh, hopefully we'll see you around for the premiere of King Kong. Oh yeah, certainly. certainly. And uh, what's the website you're working on right now? It's uh, KongIsKing.net. Okay. Um, and it's uh, we got exclusive video diaries direct from Peter Jackson himself. He sends us these video diaries every couple of days. Wow. We're also working with uh, we're also working on the one net, which is all about the Narnia films. And my partner Erica gets to go on the set and report from the set every couple of weeks. Um, and well they're they've finished filming now, but they're gonna be doing some more work and we're gonna have some exclusives and some really cool stuff. So it's a lot of fun. That's partnership with Fansite. There you go. There you <laughs> exactly. Yes, that's exactly right. So it's really neat. Thank you very much, Michael. No problem. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye. Wow. wow. I mean, like, take that hyperspace. Direct feed from the director. Fans actually on, s- on set to post Report. diaries. Yeah. Th- that's like Pablo's set diaries. Yeah. <laughs> Out of the way. <laughs> the, vid- the, the webcam and everything? They got whatever they want. They just have, have to ask. Okay, I'm, I'm sure there's certain rules and restrictions. Well, Peter Jackson is, but is the one controlling what's coming out. Yeah. There you go. He says, this is what's happening. And he has direct creative control over what fans know. If George, uh, you know, could, like, be, be the link with the fans, we maybe would have more things. He'd probably I, go I, crazy. I'll, I'll yeah, say yes. that's it, but... You know, but uh, we, we probably w- would get more it things. W- it w- wouldn't be controlled by the marketing, and the other is under him. People, you know, yes. <laughs> <laughs> his underlings. underlings. It's called pawns. <laughs> pawns like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> underlings, pawns, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> but the triangle thing. Lucasfilm employees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, poor coffee boy. Um, yeah. So that was. I mean, good example. There's so there's only so. They're much in their say. rights to you know. Yeah. Cut us off if they want to, but they should use us. That's right. Well, they actually do, but not in the proper way. Mm-hmm. But before we go on, I just want to repeat what I said before the, wh- when we started the show. Today, you're going to be hearing a lot of ideas, and you know what, people? A lot of them will probably be picked up by Lucasfilm in the next few weeks, next few months, next few years. But remember that you heard it first on StarWarsOnDirect.com. He's very proud of this. You hearing. He's very proud it's of the, this. It's the earring thing. <laughs> it might have been written down in some, some like forums or anything, but you're hearing it here first. He, he, he came up with this right before the show. Hey, man, they're hearing it first 
on here on Star Wars on Direct, man. Sounded <laughs> you know, like a crazy stoner from the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> Go get me some pot, please. <laughs> okay, so right now we're gonna jump right into the debate, and mm-hmm. we're gonna talk to uh, none other than Lou Tambone from uh, Star Wars, which is Z dot com. Thank you, the owner. Which yes. which is a portal to many other different sites and forums. And it's uh, T-Bone Star Wars Universe, for instance. The Galactic Senate, StarWarsFanWars.com. The unofficial Clone War website, etc., etc., etc. So, it's a live call. Ring, ring. Kinda right on time. Kind of getting in the mood there. Hi, may we speak with Mr. Lou Tambone, please? Hello, it's me. <laughs> How are you doing, Lou? What's up, guys? Uh, so, you're live on the show right now. Oh, we are. Hey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're jumping, like, right into this. It was like no intro. I thought there was, like, a, hey, how you doing? Yeah, we're going to go live in a minute. Uh, <laughs> no, that's just like, hey, you're live. That's it. <laughs> that's usually how we do it, people. <laughs> Sorry for this time around. <laughs> we have too much people to call, so that's we go right. right into it. Uh, so, Lou. Usually, usually you prep me and say, hi, please come on and say, we're the best radio show ever. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing. And then I usually do it for you. And then you send me like 50 bucks in the mail. L- was the last time 500? Yeah, something like that. Okay. <laughs> Times are tough, you know? Yes, yes. A- apparently they are, because there's been some, like, brewing going on over at the, 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 tea, uh, the tea blog. Oh yeah, yep. <laughs> and the Star Wars uh, and the T Bone Star Wars universe. So you're our first. You're you're basically the reason we d- we're doing the show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> really? no, n- no pressure. No, you're you're one of the uh, the many drops that just made it overflow the, the entire glass and vase of water. And mm-hmm. so what happened? Uh, well, you mean specifically with the last incident? Or? With that with, yeah. ba- with Baron. Uh, well, something something. That's going to be in episode three. Yeah, am I allowed to talk about that? Yeah, yeah, we're going to hit. Well, I mean, it's out there now, anyway. But yeah, <laughs> no problem. Yeah, I mean, to, to, to break it down sim- in its simplest form, I, I broke a scoop, and uh, it got some attention, and uh, I got nailed for it. I mean, I, I'm not, you know, I can defend it and say, you know, I, I'm, I'm 100 percent in the right for doing it, but uh, yeah, I just. Uh, I think it's it's sort of a double standard where you have newspapers that can break a scoop, but a website can't. Yeah. So, little it's just a little just bums you out a little bit, you know. Yeah. You know why they, why why can't we just move along and say okay, well you got us, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> can you tell uh, give us a little chronology of the events that that led to that this? Led to this? Well, yeah, last week sometime, I, I uh, and actually before last week, I'd gotten some info on uh, George Lucas doing a cameo in episode three. And I also, sometimes you get that kind of news and it comes across and it's a rumor and you kind of take it with a grain of salt and you go, well, you know, I want to wait to see if anything anything else comes in. But this came with a picture. So <laughs> it's a little yeah. hard to, uh, you know, and then the, the picture could be fake as well, but you, you you know, you, you look at it, you examine it, you check it out, and I know the source that it came from, and I know that it's not—it's not some random source. This is someone I know, you know, through years of doing this. So it's someone I trust implicitly, uh, and the, and it came through, and it came through with a picture. So, well, hey, this is a scoop. You know, this is a, this is 
good news here, and it's kind of cool. And I, I actually, a lot of people uh, didn't didn't really like it, didn't like the picture. I thought it was pretty cool. It looks like Sergeant Pepper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it did. I was I was immediately uh, happy with that, but I wanted to get it out there. I mean, that's part of what we do is we we, we break scoops and news and when we whenever we can. I mean, it's not the most important thing, but you know, sometimes something comes in and makes you excited. And then you want to share it, and that's that was the whole basis of why we started these sites. You know, all, all, everybody who starts doing these things, um, but put it out, and apparently uh, a day or two later, everyone at the at the uh, offices of Lucasfilm were kind of uh, mad, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what. I, now this is I heard this, you know, from from inside from someone I know. So it's kind of like people were generally pissed off about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why they got so upset over it. I mean, it's not a, to me, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, it's a scoop. It's something we didn't know. Is it because it's Lucas himself? Yeah, I think so. I have no, no real way of knowing. I can only speculate. I don't know why that picture, it was so such a sensitive thing. Okay. But what happened was, I, the way I, what I think happened is that it got ended up getting national attention, and they don't like that. Once a scoop that's broken on a fan site gets national attention and is getting quoted and like you know on TV and in the newspapers, then they kind of get mad. So I think it got some attention, and then they said, "Well, let's we gotta tell this guy to take it down, and we gotta start watching this this guy a little bit more carefully." I mean, they've always had an eye on me, but they have eyes everywhere, though. Yeah, I mean, they've always. I mean, I had this, I had the same thing happen with episode two. I posted a picture. Uh, Sans we got all on me and, you know, made me take it down, and I was pretty civil about it. I said, yeah, okay, no problem, but, you know, I thought it was silly. I'm like, well, it's out there. It's up. It's been up. Everybody's got it now. What the hell is taking it down going to do now? You know, it's just, the web is a different animal. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, it. it's a different thing from, like, you know, a TV show, where if you, you blink your eye, you miss it, you don't see the show again. You know, this is a website, and you can keep going over and over. And once it's up, once the picture's released, within five seconds, it's all over the place. That's that's totally true. And one of the things that were actually one of the remarks made by some of the users over at uh, the Galactic Senate was that you know they're going to get all hyped up because you released a picture of Baron something something on your website. But if you do about his action figure, then there's no word. Yeah, I think I actually made that comment. (laughs) I think that was me that said that. And now you know. If you notice, if you take a look around the web, there's a lot of pictures coming out. I, I, I put out a bunch, and then some other people put out a bunch on some other sites. But then, sites like Force.net, they can post pictures of act. They, every other day, they've got, you know, not just them, but Galactic Hunter and some other sites, they've got pictures of the toys and the characters coming out almost on a daily basis for weeks now. And these are, you know, some of them have spoilers on them and stuff, and, but... They don't seem to care when it's the toys that leak. Now, I don't know if that's directly related to Lucasfilm or if that's, like, Hasbro's not acting up on that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It could be two different things. There. And I, you know, I'm not here to, to lay blame on Lucasfilm. In fact, they are 100% correct in in their actions. Just to, you know, so they could take any one of us down at any second, and uh, and it would there'd be nothing we can do about it. And I realize that, but I just think it's silly pick on your fans. I, I just think it's silly. Mm-hmm. And you were pointed out that you were, uh, you were the only one, uh, you know, targeted for, for that picture. 
Well, I think I was the only one that posted the picture right away. Some people picked it up. And interestingly enough, I, Ain't It Cool News picked it up right away. I, I had sent them an email. I said, hey, guys, you might want to see this. I know Harry. You know, I, we go back a ways. And I, I said, hey, you know, you, you might want to take a look at this. So he looked at it, and he put up a big link to it, you know. And, and then all of a sudden, other people picked up the story, but they went, according to Ain't It Cool News, you know, Lucas has a cameo. So it, it never even really got to me, so I'm not sure why... Why, you know, I guess they somehow they knew that I broke that scoop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, like, it didn't, they didn't go after any cool news. They didn't go after any of these other guys. They kind of traced it all the way. It was almost like they knew it was me. Like, some, it had to be somebody a little bit smarter. If they're probably that, targeting you to make an example. Keeping an eye on, on my stuff and said, you know what? If he didn't break that story, this would have never happened. And then the legal eagles got, you know, their feathers in a ruffle and you know, decided to send me some letters. And they sent me a couple of legal letters, and it's it's in play right now. We're we're trying to figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. It's probably they're just making an example of you, because Anna Cool News is too big to take down. Well, yeah, but they could take the story down. I mean, they could, make they could take the story down, but you can't take down Anna Cool News. Well, it's, yeah, they're not going to take the whole site down. That's, that's, and they, they probably won't take my whole site down. I mean, unless they, unless I did something really, really over the line, like I started posting, you know, pornographic stuff or something, that's usually where they, where they really get, that's where you see the wrath come down. As soon as you put up some kind of a pornographic thing, they will swoop in and shut you immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree with that. They don't, they don't want people being confused with this want <laughs> of thinking. Yeah, who would like to see a picture of George Lucas naked, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's a whole nother, uh, whole other story there but mm-hmm. we'll make a subject I mean, they don't want I understand that and I understand protecting the copyrights you know I'm, I'm not I'm not a 12 year old kid you know I've been doing this for a while I know I know the rules I know when sometimes you cross the line but usually it's it's not this bad it seems a little different this time I, I really got a feeling that they just don't appreciate the fan sites anymore or I don't know if they ever did Okay. Or at least the it, art. It's humbling because you know I I've been out there banging banging the drum for years and doing it positively and really talking positive about the films when everybody was bashing them. You know what I mean? Because I, I really believed in them and I think they're good movies and I really like the films and I think Lucas is a great guy, he's mm-hmm. a genius. You know, I even like Rick McCollum. I think he's funny. But when it gets down to these like on the lawyer level who who are far removed from Lucas. And then they start getting in on the action. It's like, well, why, well what are you bothering for? I mean, I, I don't. I've gotten so much reaction to this whole thing with the, with this this Lucas picture, and people just jazzed about this movie. I mean, it's just and people people who don't even care about Star Wars, friends of mine who come over to the house. You know what I mean? They look at and I'll show them the trailer and they go, "Wow, that's great." Then I'll show them some pictures and some things that you know maybe I can't even put on the web or whatever, and I'll. Show give them some info, and I was like, check this out, look at this, they go, oh my god, you know what, I have to see this movie, oh my god, this is going to be the best out of the three, and I mean, they're getting really excited about it. Yeah, they, they don't realize that the big yeah. hardcore fans need more spoilers, you know, the they, hyperspace doesn't deliver right now, so. Well, that too, I mean, there's the whole, the fan core, you know, the fan base, but then there's people, I'm talking about people who don't even care about Star Wars, mm-hmm. they're like, Uh, you know, I'm, I'm basically—they're not paying me, and I'm promoting their film. 
it's like, and I don't want to be paid. You know, I'm just doing this out of my love for the films. But they don't realize that, you know, we 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 may have a little bit of power there. You know, that they, they we don't we're not very powerful, but we have a voice, and we've got a community, and we've got power in a sense to to to, to, to go out and sell this movie to people. And they don't want to tap into that. They never wanted to tap into that. And it's, you know, you, you kind of suck it up for a while. But then when they come around and they start picking on you, you get a little jaded. You know, I, I'm, just, I'm really, I, I think I've just had it with Lucasfilm at this point. I'm, mm. I'm, you know, I, I've, it's been rising and rising and rising and rising. And now I'm just like, you know what, you guys, just do your thing and leave me alone. I, <laughs> I could care, care less. I mean, I really, I, I'm going to comply with them. I want to take down whatever images they want me to take down. I, I don't really have a problem with that. I'd rather take down some images than lose my whole site because that's what they threatened to do. But they they are not specific. They say you you're posting images that you're not supposed to be posting. Take them down. Goodbye. Thank you. And and you look and you go, well, what images are you talking about? You know, I don't. If I've got 50 images on my page, <laughs> are, there, are there three here that you don't want? Are there 10? I, mean, I don't know. I emailed them back and I said, hey, you know, tell me specifically which images you want removed and I will remove them. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, we had the same problem with our French site, you know? That's right. We I think every fan site, every well, okay, I don't want to put like anyone on top of any of anybody else, but I think that every big fan site actually at least once must have received a letter from Lucasfilm saying, could please take that picture down, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and most of the time, the picture not necessarily come from the inside of Lucasfilm. They they come from licenses or whatever. And they they come from somewhere else. Yeah, then, you know, and that's fine. But usually, in the past, uh, I've gotten I've gotten those form letters, but I've also gotten direct communications from either Paul Ames or Steve Sansweet mm -hmm. or somebody, and that that was personalized that sent to me and not to like other sites. And they'd say, you know, hey, Lou, you got to take this picture of so and so down because it's you know, we don't want it up, you know, you can't do that, and da, 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 and all that kind of thing. And I usually go, okay, it's just one picture, yeah, fine, take it off. Mm -hmm. But they just send out this form letter going, you're posting images. And, and the first one said I was posting hyperspace images, and that's complete bull. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what they were talking about. I had to actually email Paul Enns and say, what does this mean? And he goes, oh, that's about the Lucas picture. And I'm like, well, how is it hyperspace? This makes no sense. And he's just like, yeah, it's a form letter. But it made no sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't. I mean, technically, in a court of law, you know, that, that wouldn't have held up. Yeah, I would have said, "Well, I'm not posting any hyperspace images, and I could have just went about my business." But I mean, had I not inquired, I would not have known what that email was in reference to. I mean, I had a good idea. I thought it was about the Lucas picture, but it said you were posting hyperspace material, and I'm going, "No, I'm not." <laughs> well, what are they talking about? <laughs> They're just really strange over there. I, The left hand doesn't know what the right hand's mm -hmm. doing. You just get this impression that they're just this. What would be the yeah? What would be the ideal uh, relationship between Lucasfilm and Fansite for you? Well, they, I think they missed the boat on that, to tell you the truth. But what I would have did, or what I would have done back now, Episode One, you can almost kind of write off because everybody was kind of, kind of learning the ropes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my site was still kind of new. It was only uh, three years old or something at the time. I had started the prequel section, I think, in 97 or something like that. So it was still kind of, like, new. I didn't really have a lot of sources. There weren't two people. And then, I, and then all of a sudden, it started rolling. 
TFN was, was, was posting pretty much anything, almost anything, and getting away with it. Other sites were just slapping material up. I was only involved in that, you know, and it was, we all had our share of spoilers. Everybody laughed and had a good time. I don't think the film suffered. It made 400 and something odd million dollars, you know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, everybody kind of looked at it and laughed. But episode two, they really tried to crack down, and a lot of sites had problems. But what I would have did was after episode one died down and episode two started to build, I would have got together if I was over at Lucasfilm and I said, hey, look, there's about, you know, there's a lot of Star Wars sites out there, but, but you can really boil it down to about five that are really doing anything. And I'm, I don't even know what, what five they are. I'm just throwing a number out there. There's less than ten, we'll put it that way, that are really to the, in the forefront and that are doing stuff and active and are, you know, and have an a audience. So I would have got together and said, look, let's take these, these sites, get a representative from each site, make them come in here, sign a non-disclosure agreement that they can't talk, you know, they can't post about A, B, or C, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then, then say, hey, all right, guys, you guys sign this agreement. You can't post any unauthorized pictures. You can't post any anything that we don't really want you to post or is not in our marketing plan or whatever. And in in reward for that, we will supply you with exclusive content, images from the movie as they come out, you know, on a regular basis, on a weekly basis, whatever it is, until the film's release. And I think, you know what, if they would have presented it to me that way, I would have totally did it. I would have said, okay, let's go. You know, however we, we can do it so that we can all get along and promote the film at the same time, I'm good with that. But in the meantime, spoilers, you know, are going to come in, and I'll just have to bite the bullet and say, well, hey, I signed a non-disclosure agreement. It says I can't post this. I'm sorry. But I'll keep it, and I'll use it for reference, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they, if they would treat us like almost like legit media, like they would treat a magazine like Rolling Stone or Entertainment Weekly or something, you know, slap us an image every week or two. You know how they do these before the helmet and mm-hmm. all that kind of thing mm-hmm. on their site? You know, we could, you know, a couple of the other sites could have that. Maybe every two weeks we get an exclusive image that's exclusive to our site. You know, whether it be an art piece of artwork or anything, it doesn't matter. Behind the scenes, blue screen shot, I mean, who cares, right? Whatever it is, it's something official and it's something that is part of their marketing plan. It's something that makes us happy because we're helping, mm-hmm. right? And everybody's happy at the end, right? Yeah. We, don't want, we don't need to get paid. We're not in this for the money. I'm not. <laughs> you know, anybody else is, but you know, it's it's just it just seems so stupid to to be doing this, to be to be going around to fans and knocking on their door and going, uh, you know, you don't take this stuff down, or I'm gonna shut you down. Mm-hmm. It's all in the approach, really. And uh, now about hyperspace, there was a survey uh, recently uh, on StarWars.com about hyperspace, uh, asking. What do you want in the future? So uh, they don't seem to be uh, the equal of fan site. You know, the uh, hyperspace cannot f- follow the fan site. They they could put out images, but they don't. So why yeah. why are we uh, why are we paying for hyperspace right now? I mean, you know, it, it was a, it was good in the beginning. I thought it was mm-hmm. a good concept. It was, I mean, a lot of sites have this. If you go to a lot of the gaming sites like IGN or mm-hmm. whoever, they have exclusive content for, you know, for if you pay a certain fee. Um, 
it's not a bad idea. They're not certainly not the first to implement it, but I, I think it would only work in certain instances, and I don't think the Star Wars community was one where it would work because they're a very uh, active community who, who doesn't like that sort of thing. We we dish out enough money as it is, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they have to say, okay, now you got to pay twenty bucks, and now it's forty bucks or whatever it is extra, and then they then they kind of. They kind of wiggled it around and, and moved it, moved it around and changed the price. And then they threw it in with the fan club. And now it's like now hyperspace is the fan club. Mm-hmm. It, it was confusing. I, I, in the beginning, it was a great concept. I, I, I love behind the scenes and, and deleted scenes and stuff like that. And they had those photoreceptor images. Mm-hmm. I thought they were great. Uh, all the all the behind that for the helmet and all that stuff's all great. You know, I like all that, but. And I like the documentaries, but I mean, mm-hmm. it seems like two weeks later they're to the public anyway. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I I understand the frustration of the fans. I'll pay for it. I'm still going to use it. I'm still going to do it. I don't, don't really have a problem with it. But I, I but I see and I understand people's frustrations with it. I, I really I really uh, do. And I, I don't know. I don't know if they can revive the, mm-hmm. this, this dead body. I, I don't know. People people seem more pissed off about it than they do excited about it. And why would you be that excited about it, really? Because people who are not hyperspace member, uh, if they go to StarWars.com, they don't have much to <laughs> to look at, you know? Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, but they, they do, but you have to wait a couple weeks until it becomes public. Mm-hmm. And so I think you're, what you're really doing is you're just paying for the ability to see it before someone else. Mm-hmm. And that kind of leaves a weird taste in your mouth, too, isn't it? Like, well, do I really need to do that? Yeah. I don't know. And, and, and what about after episode three? I mean, are people going to care that much about a TV series that they're, they're going to want to worry about spoilers and trailers? And I'm it's, not, to tell you the truth, I'm not that thrilled with that. Uh, it will be on an, another level, I think. Not, not as high as the movies. But I'm sure they will do some, you know... Uh, yeah, but coverage, TV, uh, the TV series coverage. Well, but with the TV series, hyperspace to have that coverage. Yeah, that's it. You know, TV Guide will have it. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what they'll <laughs> do is they'll I mean, have I'll get it somewhere else. I, I just don't feel like we should really be. T- I don't mind paying for the fan club. That's fine. I've mm-hmm. always paid for that. You know. But and now they kind of lumped it together, and then you have your access code and all that crap. If they were smart, I think they would just can hyperspace after episode three and go, "Hey, we're going back to normal." Mm-hmm. No. Keep the name for the fan club. That's fine. You know, charge them the same amount, but let everybody have access to everything on the site. Yeah, it's just it, 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 it seems like it's 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 not working. It's hobbling along, and they're trying to you know zap it with electricity to kind of keep it going. And at this point, I'd say it's not he, a failed yeah. venture, but just let it die. And even hyperspace content, you go to blogs or a very small website that most of the people don't know about and you, you see the images with the, the hyperspace logo on it, you know, they just pick it up inside the hyperspace and put it on their website. So, right. you know? Yeah, and Lucasfilm has gone after some of those places. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that instance, they're legit as well. I mean, you know, I don't have a problem with that, but they can't, Lucasfilm has got to come to this realization that they can't shut everybody down. I mean, you're never, ever going to stop this thing. It's, it's it's bits and bites, you know. You, you can't stop it. When that trailer leaks, if if it leaks before the the film, before the trailer comes out or whatever, mm-hmm. 
it's going to be all over the place. We know, <laughs> know it. And they should really be more worried about that kind of thing than me slapping up a little picture of Aaron Papanoida. You know? Yeah. I mean, I mean it's just... <laughs> Ridiculous, and then sending goofy letters that don't specify what the problem is, mm-hmm. and then expecting me to just, you know, bow down and comply. I mean, you know, I'll comply, but you know, let me know what the problem is. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say again, you know, they're 100 percent right. I mean, they can they could put it under whatever banner they want: copyright infringement, trademark infringement, whatever they want to call it. They are always going to be 100 percent right. You don't go up against the man; it just ain't going to work. They're mm-hmm. going to shut you down. And well, I will comply with them. I just think there's, there's being right and then there's being stupid. And I think they're being stupid by picking on their fans and by doing this kind of thing. I, I, I don't know. I, you know, call me what you want, but I just think it's silly. Once mm-hmm. the scoop is out, the scoop is out. You, you, if the New York Times breaks a scoop about, you know, prisoner abuse somewhere... You know, are they going to go? Is everybody going to go sue the the New York Times and, and for breaking the scoop? No, no. You know, you, you know. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's it's the same phenomenon as happening with uh, internet peer to peer sharing. You can't stop it. Um, no. The internet is a new media. It is a new beast. The um, big media has yet to um, reconcile itself with the internet. Um, you can right. kind of see it with they, the new they pay sites. Handle it, but, so what uh, they're doing is they're going after people who download the stuff. Exactly. They're going after the end user, not revising themselves. And it's completely ridiculous. They can't handle it. Which they don't know, they don't know what to do. So they're going to start going to John Q. Public on the corner and, and say, hey, I'm going to sue you because you downloaded a movie off the internet. You know, it's ridiculous. Which brings us to this actual made well point. The sources. You were telling us a little bit earlier about like somebody you know that's you know trustworthy and everything. I don't want you to give it up. <laughs> Please. I won't give it up. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't make him lose his job. <laughs> it's not worth it. But... Uh, why don't Lucasfilm go after these people? That's the good source. Question. Why don't they? That's, and I've said that before. I said, well, why, why not go after the, the leak as opposed to the person who's pointing it out? You know, I have... And I, and my, and I don't mean to do my source any harm by saying that, you know. Uh, but, you know, why, why are you busy after the fact? You should have controlled this before. Mm-hmm. If stuff leaks, it is your fault. It's not my fault for pointing it out. If you're breaking the scoop. You know, I, I have friends uh, working at Pret & Whitney here uh, on the south shore of Montreal, and they cannot go out of the building with USB key, uh, floppy, or CDs. They get checked before they come out of the of the building, and when they come in, they their email is filtered. Uh, it's all because of the industrial spying out there. So why don't they take those kind of measures? Maybe they do, but you know, because that's probably a little bit more important of a business. You know? Yeah, sure, uh, but you know, to them it's like, yeah, it's a movie. You know, we make movies, it's all fun, we're happy, and but it's it's just going to steal anything yeah. and ha ha ha. And, and you know, to say the truth, I don't think much actually does come out of Lucasfilm itself. Mm-hmm. I think it's. You know the other third-party companies that okay. often. I, I think that's where. This is my own opinion. I, I think that's where a lot of the leaks come from. And if you look at all the spoilers that come out, I mean, you could pretty much glean that fact. I mean, you could see it's coming from. I remember the episode two. Some of the pictures that come out and some of the text that came out it was all from the junior novelizations and, and you know those kind of the, 
making of books and all that kind of thing. Because after the film came out, you started looking, you buy the book and look through the pictures, and they were all the same stuff. I mean, I saw a lot of the stuff that I had for episode one and two in, in all kinds of publications. And I think that, that George Lucas picture, I think is actually, if I'm not mistaken, it, it may show up in a couple, a couple different books. Oh. But sure. And maybe the reason they actually went after you go, going at hyperspace, uh, it's hyperspace, it's probably because, you know, somebody like Bunny Burton was working on an article for Castle Mines or for something of hyperspace content saying, oh, by the way, look for those people in episode three. So yeah. maybe it's not yet out on hyperspace, but I'll maybe put it it's this way. If there wasn't the blacklist in Lucasfilm already, there's one now and I'm on the top of the list, so... We're oh, I'm, sh- I'm sure you're not. We're pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> we're, pro- we're probably out there also. <laughs> we had a thread, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, I in had, the I moderator had, forum. I had a couple of the bad, kind of negative experiences <laughs> lately with them too, and it's. I tried to get one of those free fan tables for epic uh, celebrations, mm-hmm. you know, and I just got the total run around with those guys, and it, it just was really. It, I don't know. It, I got a, the, the the messages I got back were saying, well, you know, you don't do enough for the community and <laughs> things like things like that. And what do you do? What are you going to do for the community? And what? And I'm sitting there going, well, what do you want me to do? Visit hospitals or something? I mean, well, what is it that you want? I, you know, like I'll I'll do whatever you want. If you need help, we'll help you. I've got a whole group of people. I mean, we we just want to have a presence there. And you know, Mary Franklin was. That was the one I was talking to, and she said, you know, well, you know, this isn't really a venue for picking out your website. You know, she didn't say it like that, but, you know, this is basically, basically she was saying this is not some kind of self-promotion uh, event where you can just show up and promote yourself. And I'm thinking, you know, and I said to her, I said, look, I'm, I don't have anything to sell. I'm not going to be selling T-shirts and stuff. In fact, I'm going to be giving away prizes. My, my idea was to give away one prize per hour every hour that the show was open. And, uh, See, that's direct competition with the other Lucasfilm products that they are selling, not giving away. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I give away prizes and have a good time. I was going to give away stuff out of my personal collection. Mm-hmm. I had I had people ready to donate stuff. I talked to Dark Horse; they were going to donate some comics. You know, I had a whole thing going on, but they just kept giving me this runaround. This is from before Christmas. I don't think they want fan site to have any fan site to have the attention. Because they want to grow with StarWars.com, you know? I, I don't know. I just think it's silly. I mean, these are the fans here. They obviously know about the website. I, I mean, what's, I just wanted to have a presence. I wanted people to know that there are other sites out there besides uh, <laughs> besides me and the, and the Force.net. Mm-hmm. You're getting shut down now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Lucas I'm calling. You. That's <laughs> You're getting pictures from, like, from your source <laughs> by fax. I'm on my cell phone. That's my other phone. Okay. So yeah, I just think I, I don't know. I got a big runaround, and I still never got really an answer. And it's already March, so I'm I'm pretty much after all this Lucasfilm stuff that's been going on. I I'm pretty much positive we're not getting that table. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I never actually got a no. Mm-hmm. I just in fact, you know, the weird part is Mary had asked me for more info. She said, "Well, I'm not turning it down yet, but." I need to know this and that and the other. And I said, okay, fine. I'll, and I, she said, well, can you resend all your applications? Fine, okay. I redid the whole thing, rewrote it, sent it in again. And this was weeks ago. This was like in January. 
uh, and nothing. Oh, nothing okay. came back. And I never got an email saying, I got your stuff. So I emailed her about three times, and I got no reply. And this is all before that Lucas group came out. You know, and I'm, and I'm like, you know, that's just rude. I mean, it's not even like, you know, if you, if you, if you want to just say no, tell me no. But don't, like, leave me hanging like that. I mean, that's ridiculous. Okay. So, well, yeah, there, I mean, there you go. And you, you were even talking a little bit about uh, how you were kind of invited to the DVD uh, showing on your site. Yeah, I found and, out about that too. That was kind of crappy. And sa- like, apparently, like some people called you after it had happened, and oh, you weren't there. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I mean, I didn't know who was on the list and who wasn't on the list. But for, since episode one DVD came out, they always had this sort of little <clears throat> DVD day at the ranch. And for the first one, uh, some of the, some of the TFN guys and JediNet and some other couple other sites. All got invited. Now I remember I actually called up the office. I called up um, Dean Cole, who's not there anymore. And I, said, I don't think she's there anymore. And I said, "Hey, you know, do you guys have any more room? Can, can I get in there? I'd like to cover the event." I'll stand up if I have to. <laughs> well, I, I just legitimately I didn't care about going to the ranch. I wanted to cover the event. <clears throat> I wanted to, you know, be able to report it. And she basically said no. You know, I said, "Okay, fine." And you know, and that was that. And, Bob from Jedi Net went, and I, you know, talked to him about it, and we ran reports on it, and it was great. So it was fine. And they did it for episode two again, and, you know, no call, no nothing, and they all just went and whatever. And and I remember when that happened, somebody had asked me about it, somebody in the media, and I remember saying, yeah, it kind of sucked, because all the all the people who got invited were all the people who bashed episode one and episode two and thought it sucked. You know, and then they all got invited. And then I'm the one back here saying these movies are great, and they just kind of blew me off. So, whatever. I mean, I, it's not like I deserve it or I should be invited, whatever. But then this time around, I said, you know, am I, am I gonna, is there any shot I can go to this thing? And, and, uh, I found out that I was on the list to go. Somebody put me on. And I said, oh, great, you know, and it was in LA or something like that. I said, great, I'll fly out and we'll do the whole, you know, we'll cover the event, we'll have a press conference, ask some questions, you know. I can actually legitimately report about the event instead of hearing it from a friend of a friend, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, next thing I know, you know, it's getting close to the date, and I don't hear anything. And then, the, you know, it goes by, and I say, well, you know, I guess I, guess I wasn't invited. I guess maybe that was just a rumor or something. And I, I, I called up, uh, or I emailed somebody, and I said, well, I said, well, why is it that three guys from TFN can go, but I can't go? Why, why, why is that? I mean, don't you think you guys should be a little bit more fair and balanced about the whole thing? I mean, if it's, you know, why can't two guys from TFN go and then I get to go? You know, like, why, why, why has it got to be three of them and no one else? And and what the reaction I got was, you mean you didn't go? <laughs> okay. Said, no, I wasn't there. And, and they said, well, you were on the list, but I saw and I said, well, no one ever contacted me. Said, well, you, you were taken off the list for some reason. For some reason. Ooh. I mean, come on. What yeah. The hell did I, what the hell have I ever done? That's, that's just <laughs> cheesy. Like, really? <laughs> Nothing. If, if, if anything, you've actually helped quite a lot Star Wars fandom by uh, being a very good portal for Star Wars fan sites all over the years. No, 
want to try, you know, sure. and and I want to legitimately be involved. And when I try to legitimately be involved, I get pushed back, pushed away. And the same thing with that fan table for Celebration Three and all that. I mean, it's just I'm le- I'm trying to legitimately get in there instead of just showing up and sticking my own table outside the front door. You know, <laughs> and I, I'm trying to show up and actually do it the right way, but I'm getting pushed back. It's like Morning Line, sponsored by Star Wars with a Z dot com. <laughs> That'll never happen. Man. I mean, it's just ridiculous the, 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 the runarounds you get. And, I mean, I, I can't get out. To I can't get press material sometimes. I can't get stuff. I don't know what's going on. Okay. Well, thank you for being with us, Lou. Uh, sadly, it's oh. getting it's getting late. Is you gonna end it on a downer like that? Don't you have anything happy to ask? <laughs> Do you have anything happy to say? <laughs> uh, not at the moment, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Well, actually, episode three is gonna rock. It's gonna be great. Cool. Um, some of the some of the stuff in there is just amazing, amazing stuff. I don't know how this film could be squeezed into two hours and twenty minutes or whatever it is. Uh, it's just, I mean, I I don't know. I haven't been this excited since. I mean, I, I wasn't even this excited for episode one. I mean, I was. I was pretty into it, but, I mean, I am, like, stoked for this film. I mean, it's just so great. Okay. Well, you know, I, let's just hope that the month after, you know, Batman doesn't give it a run for his money. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think Lucas might dig himself a hole and go jump in. There you go. Well, we're going to let you go on this note. Thank you very much for being with us tonight. Hey, no problem. Uh, You're welcome back anytime. Of course. Hey, I'm, you call me, man, anytime you want. Cool. <laughs> Three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that to me again, Sebastian. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much again, Lou. All right. Bye. So one of the reasons we actually had to wrap up with Lou is because we're calling somebody in Germany, so it's getting late right now. I think you've got the number. I'll let you uh, write it down because I want to talk a little bit about what's on my screen. Um, we've well, some of you know we actually tried to get ourselves a panel for and a table for Star Wars on Direct over at uh, the Star Wars Celebration Three. And uh, apparently, the, well, the only message we we actually got back from the same Mary Franklin, the fan event specialist of Lucasfilm right now, uh, she said that we're not approved for Celebration 3 because they just don't quite fit what they're looking for. Hmm. So that, that's what Sebastian, Sebastian, you're no model, but you're still good looking. Okay. Just remind yourself that, okay? So I was gonna go. <laughs> it's like Chewbacca defense, like going throwing out something all over the place, and uh, yeah. But I was gonna say it's they're not exactly what we're looking for. Okay, okay, that's nice. Can we please know what you're looking for? I mean, we're the fans. Don't we know what we want? We'd be interested in? <laughs> it's it's this backward marketing plan that like they they want they do research market research to determine what people really want. But don't listen to people what people tell them they want. That's it. But we're going to talk about this later. Of course. Are Because we going to talk about us? Oh, yes. Point? We're going to talk But, about um, us. Oh, I wanted to talk about... Um, there's a... there's. Well, I'm in the Mac community. And I, list, I pay attention quite a bit. And Apple is currently suing a spoiler site. Yes, yes, I know that. I know. Kevin we can, talk, we can yeah. talk about it after. Yeah. Get back to it after the interview. Let's hope we have the... Yes, hi. Hi. Hi, Dennis. Hi. Is it Dennis? Yeah. Hi, hi Dennis. Uh, the, the phone didn't ring on our end, so 
We didn't know. Uh, so we're talking to Dennis uh, Alak, Doug Duster from StarWarsUnion.de. That's right? That's right, yeah, absolutely. Cool. So uh, what's the uh, your situation with Lucasfilm first? Yeah, we uh, got several emails from Lucasfilm in the last time. Um, you know, in the last few weeks, there were pretty many uh, pics leaked. Mm-hmm. Um, there were those promo shots of characters, mm-hmm. and uh, we simply reposted them in our news. Uh-huh. And um, it's not that we did leak them, we okay. just uh, reported on them. Okay. And then we got uh, that standard mail from uh, anti-piracy at Lucasfilm. Okay. And, um, well, <laughs> I was confused. I mean, we are German side, mm-hmm. and I think we are relatively uh, unimportant to Lucasfilm in terms of, um, you know, getting attention from anyone uh-huh. compared to big U.S. sites like TFN or T-Bone, uh-huh. for example. So, um, okay, um, I wrote back, uh, of course, we took uh, the pics down, uh-huh. and I got an uh, answer from Steve Sensuit. Uh-huh. Um, I told him that I didn't really understand why uh, we got this email. Mm-hmm, because in, um, you weren't the source. The source was some somewhere else, right? Right, exactly. Why not going there and stop it right there uh-huh. instead of going to a uh, German site and uh, force them to take these pics down? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, <laughs> he was really angry, I can say. He compared us to uh, um, guys uh, who do a bank robbery, mm-hmm. kill all people there and take the money. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty unfair treatment of the fans, I think. Um, mm. On the legal side, sure, it's their right to uh, say we should take the photos down. Uh-huh. But, um, I mean, you can't compare it to a bank robbery, for example, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I think I that's mean, a little bit um, of an extreme comparison. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. I think they should be more, um, you know, mm, cooperating with the fans. Mm hmm. Mm. Yeah, for example, uh, what would be the ideal uh, relation with the Lucasfilm defense sites and Lucasfilm? Yeah, that's a good question. I think there are several ways. Um, first, for example, they can uh, um, make a set of rules for the fan sites, what they are allowed to post and what not. Mm-hmm. I mean, legally, um, any fan site is illegal. Yeah. They post one pic from the classic trilogy uh, and uh, that's illegal. It's copyrighted material. Mm-hmm. So um, they should clearly say what is allowed and what not. I mean, we were forced, uh, forced to uh, put these pics down, mm-hmm. but other sites continue to do it. Yeah. So they should, uh, 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 if, they, if they do such things, they, would, uh, they should do it consequently. Mm-hmm. Do it everywhere. Yeah, the problem well, is that they probably have difficulty following every website out, out there, especially international websites, because the probably the moderators or the people who, uh, who talk about us, the fan site to Lucasfilm, do not necessarily talk German or French or whatever. Yeah, and so you wonder why they come to us, right? Yeah. Um, there are many other sites um, 
of course they 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 do speak English at Lucasfilm. Mm -hmm. So there are many big sites they could go to. I don't want it to, mm -hmm. but they could. No, but they came to us, and that's mm, I, don't, I don't really understand that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what they could do um, is uh, what what T-Bone said, for example. Mm -hmm. They could uh, um, cooperate with the fan site. Say, okay, guys, if you uh, get any pics that get, didn't come from Lucasfilm directly, mm -hmm. that aren't allowed to post, um, don't post them. But we will give you materials that you can exclusively exclusively post on your site. Mm -hmm, so that you got a kind of arrangement. Uh, you don't post any any spoilers or scoops, mm -hmm. but you do get exclusively material from Lucasfilm. That's it. Each week you got a select selected fan site to post that picture, and the other week it's those other websites who have a, a new picture, etc., etc. Yeah, exactly. Like um, what I heard about Peter Jackson does mm -hmm. now with King Kong, for example. Yeah. Exclusive uh, video diaries. That's extraordinary. Fantastic. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's it. That's the best way they can do. Um, I think they underestimate the impact of the fan sites. Mm -hmm. We are the link between the fans and, and Lucasfilm. Um, we promote the films. Mm -hmm. We love Star Wars and we work for, we spend very much time for free. Uh, those fan sites. We do it, we don't get any money for it. Mm -hmm. And we are uh, the best advertisement they can get. And I think they should realize that. Yeah. We are not some kids that steal their uh, their material, their photos. Mm -hmm. their, uh, we receive the the leaks. We don't we don't steal them. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, they they they, sh they should go to the source. It's leaks it's them. It's as if the bank manager was actually taking money out of the vault and giving it to us. Yeah. And we're, we're not even wearing ski masks Who's here. Fault? Is it my fault or the fault of the bank manager? Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. So, well, actually, uh, well, yeah, but if we, we can go on with that. Mm -hmm. uh, just a just little something I got from the Star Wars term of use from the official website. Yeah. Uh, it, should, it should take me about maybe 30 seconds to okay. read this. Any use of any of the materials on this site other than for private, non-commercial viewing purposes is strictly prohibited. The sale, auction, lease, loan, gift, trade or barter, or use of any of the text, graphics, photographs, audio and or video material, or stills from audiovisual material or any other materials contained herein for any other purpose in any form, media or technology now known or hereafter developed, including the use of any of the aforementioned materials on any other website or networked computer environment without a prior written consent from Lucas is expressly prohibited. There you go. <laughs> and wait, wait, it gets better. The creation of derivative, derivative work based on the materials contained herein, including but not limited to products, services, fonts, icons, link buttons, wallpapers, desktop themes, online postcards and greeting cards, and unlicensed merchandise, whether sold, bartered, or given away, is expressly but prohibited. What kind of a joke is this? There you go. I cannot download StarWars.com images my, for myself and make m wallpapers out of them. Nothing. But you can't sell them, that's what you they're saying. You have to go to jail for that. Or give them away. You're not allowed to sell them, give them away, they're for strictly that's pr it. private use. I can't, I can't even like host them on a website and tell to my friend, hey, you know, that's kind of cool. And you know what? Last year, I did just that. I downloaded some of the, the images 
of the past uh, Lucas Lucas Home Limited and, co- and com- companies and everything uh, cards, Christmas cards, and I actually put one together and I sent it to some people over at Lu- at Lucasfilm, and some some person we talked about earlier, Mary Franklin, actually sent me another link and said, "That is so cool. Do you have a bigger version I can put on my desktop?" Maybe. <laughs> 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 you know. <laughs> See, but but. Um, they need to give out a policy, a set of rules that actually apply in everyday life. Mm-hmm. They should it use us, uh, you know, to the better end, to, to better fandom, to yeah, yeah, yeah right. But what it often falls under is copyright laws, yeah. and that's a big problem right now. If you go to a Creative Commons dot org, I think it is a website developed all around how you. Um, there's a new type of copyrights being allowed, and artists register through Creative Commons, and they are they give away certain rights, like you can produce um, derivative works, but for non-profit, which would allow fan fiction, uh, art, stuff like that. But they're not allowed to sell it, or you can make it so that anyone can use it for anyone. It's really the artist that chooses what they want to do and who uses what. But it's still under copyright law. Yeah. Right now, copyright law is just all encompassing and it takes over any uh, derivatives or anything the artist has no choice when they copyright mm-hmm. something yeah. it's everything is copyrighted so Dennis how w- will uh, will you uh, now how will you manage other images now that you receive yeah that's pretty hard um we went uh, uh, the last few days this way um Magazine scans, for example, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, um, a German movies uh, magazine, cinema, mm-hmm. um, had some new images from episode 3 in it. Mm-hmm. We posted that scans. Because uh-huh. um, I know it, Lucasfilm didn't contact us about that pics, yeah? Mm-hmm. So is that um, the responsibility of cinema, of the magazine mm-hmm. here? Or again, Lucasfilm? I, um, they don't care that we posted these pics. I don't know why, because yeah. they have been published already. I think probably everything that is not the movie can be posted probably, you know, like toys or everything, because they want people to see it, to buy it, to buy it. but it should be the same for the movie. But I think... Uh, the draw pics from, from the movie, sales from the movie. Okay, well... So I don't really see the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, maybe, maybe they just want to... Uh, keep the surprise for the fans. They don't want it to leak to big media because it if they leak on fan side, the big media will pick it up, distort it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and like George Lucas cameo, right? Yeah. Uh, Isn't that what uh, Steve was saying at some point? I heard one of you tell me that that uh, it's they got Steve got really upset about something. It was images from Sith Clan that um, got reposted on Millennium Falcon, and he thought we had given them. Yeah, oh. I'd reposted we, we them there. Th- yeah. We will tell that story a little bit later. And he was mad because we were distorting it or something like that, or uh, stealing no. from them or something. No, there no, was no. something about that. You'll tell it after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What material was it? Yeah. Uh, the promotional pictures. Yeah. The oh, pro- yes, yes. The, the, the promotional picture... Uh, with all the the planets, mm-hmm. the high resolution and the uh, promo <laughs> picture, you know. That, that was a bitch on bandwidth. Also, <laughs> yeah. Did get uh, any email from Lucasfilm? Yeah, yeah. 
We g- we got one. <laughs> no, we got. <laughs> we've so got three so far. One okay. email too much. Yeah. Yes. So thanks a lot, uh, Dennis. Yeah, no problem. We hope to uh, you uh, listen to our show again, and maybe uh, if uh, we're not too late uh, in the evening, we, c- we c- can call you back sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, thanks a lot. Okay. Bye, yeah, guys. Bye. 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 Yeah, that's another nice right. guy. <laughs> very nice guy. Very nice person. Yeah, we're gonna talk a bit later about our experiences. Our experiences with Lucasfilm, because I don't. Like other website, it's yeah, it's I, I it's don't there, quite remember our first two uh, warnings. I do. Okay, well <laughs> I'll, I'll tell about okay. them. I just run the site. I don't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, I, I, Danny's just the one who's going to get sued. <laughs> I'm public relation. I'm the one Wendell's the not getting sued situation. <laughs> uh, should we call our fan oh, yeah. boy, fat boy Robert? Yes, yeah, right away. So um, I'm going to tell him in the chat. Or I already warned him. Okay. And we're doing this live again. <laughs> you know, hopefully we're never gonna like mistype the number and end up at somebody else's house totally. It's like, yes, George Lucas. Oh, sorry, we got the wrong number. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Hi, Bobby. May, may we speak with Bobby, please? This is Bobby. Hi. Hi. I, I figure I should have accent to better fit in with show. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, seriously, yeah, this is me, it's Fat Boy. <laughs> you kind of got us worried there. <laughs> shit, I didn't know he actually had an accent. What the hell's wrong with that guy? <laughs> He's German. <laughs> what? He's German. Was that German? I didn't know. Yeah, it was yeah, German. Yeah, we're calling in Germany. Oh, yeah. okay, no, me. I thought. I oh, you. I didn't know what my accent was. I thought you guys were figuring it out for me. Yeah, uh, oh, okay. it was like come a kind of German... Used to the U.S. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> it, I, th- I thought. What do you call my accent? Crap! What's wrong? No, no, no. You just sounded a lot like Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah, the okay. governor. <laughs> so you call me and then you insult me. Thanks a fucking lot, guys. <laughs> okay, so that's it. Thank you for having. Me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But seriously, back on the subject. I got to do the moderation here. Okay, uh, my bad. Uh, what about it? What What do you What do you think about Lucasfilm versus fan sites? I don't think. Well, that's. I think part of the problem is that. People end up thinking of it as a versus thing. Like you had a Zoanin on earlier, right? Yeah. Okay, and they have a very good setup with the whole Kong is King, and uh, they were buttonheads with New Line, but they still got away with a whole <laughs> lot of stuff. It's because their relationship with the studio wasn't adversarial. Star Wars Online, the fandom, is almost completely 100% adversarial. You'll, you'll get fan sites saying stuff like, you know, um, we're doing all this stuff for free. I mean, you've heard that a couple times mm-hmm. from what both T-Bone and, and the German guy that was just on uh-huh. doing this for free. We were doing all our our stuff, but the underlying feeling for that, and you know, and especially with sites like the Forcenet too, is that they're not really doing it for the fans. They're doing it to get themselves, you know, kind of seen. It, it doesn't seem like it's actually helping out the studio any. So they're they're not inclined to go along with it. Now, like with the One Ring Net and uh, Kong is King Net, you know, they're, it's, it's a lot more accommodating because you don't get the sense that the people running the fan sites would supplant the studio at the drop of a hat if they could. Mm-hmm. Like uh, ForceNet used to be constantly, they were like, we want to be, we want to usurp the official site, we want to be the official site, we want to be Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. And that was just the overall vibe you would get from it. And it's filtered down to the lesser Star Wars fan sites. You never kind of got that sense with... Uh, 
Lord of the Rings fan sites and some other fan sites that have been out there, like all those Buffy fan sites. That's like a, a huge segment of uh, geek fandom right now. And you, and you never hear anything about, like, the WB or, or Fox when it was on Fox going after these sites and shutting a whole bunch of people down. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with Star Wars, it's become like this constant war where the people online seem to be trying to supplant the actual studio itself. So, you know, what's the studio's interest in trying to be nice to you people? That kind of a thing. So it, it, that's kind of where the difference, the difference lies, I think. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> Very good point. Sebastian is like silenced. <laughs> well, well, because like... What else is there to add? <laughs> T-Bone had an idea earlier that he was saying where it was like, you know, Lucasfilm su- should set up some kind of distribution thing where they get like five of the most popular sites to sign non-disclosure agreements mm-hmm. and then... You know, in in, uh, in return for signing these agreements, they'll hand them out like little spoilers here and there, here and there, and they'll each get their exclusive shot to do that. My problem with that is that completely makes the the official site obsolete, because then you're basically you have Lucasfilm handing out sites to uh, uh, like a farm team of websites, handing out pictures and stuff to those guys that they would normally just post themselves. So what's their incentive to just not post it themselves? Mm-hmm. But the Lord of the Ring uh, official website didn't leak that much image, so no, no, it, no, they no, they didn't. They they got uh, nailed here and there for it. But that's the that's been another one of the differences. Like when uh, the One Ring dot net would get nailed for stuff, mm-hmm. you never had the sense of like outcry and drama that you get with the uh, the Star Wars fan sites. I mean, how many people you know jumping around message boards? really should know that NDA stands for non-disclosure agreement. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, it's gotten to the point where people visiting Star Wars websites are almost qualified for a law degree, as it is, especially on copyright law. <laughs> <laughs> Just from visiting message boards. And I don't think you get that with other fan sites. And other, I mean, I've jumped around to look at what, you know, the other factors and sectors of uh, geek, the geek world are going through. And it doesn't seem to be that dramatic. So when, like, the One Ring would get busted, it wasn't that big of a deal. They would find a way to go on and, you know, get around that somehow. With the Star Wars fans, it just turns into a, a, a huge drama and, and a big thing where it's like a, a, a conspiracy all the time. Lucasfilm's out to get me type thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not so necessarily sure that Lucasfilm really cares all that much. No. <laughs> less, less than we think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, we would like to think that they're, you know, they're hanging on our every word and, and scanning the net and looking for everything we do. But honestly, I think, like with uh, T-Bone's latest thing, where he got a, an NDA and a, and a form letter saying, yank your hyperspace stuff, and he's like, it's not on hyperspace yet. Yeah. I don't know. It's With that one, that instance, I think it was simply because it was the, the Lucas thing, and I'm pretty sure that's the kind of thing that they really would have rather just saved for the website itself, StarWars.com. Mm-hmm. So that's just bad timing. I, I don't think it was anything personal. I don't think it was like a witch hunt thing or even a my site's a pretty big thing because T-Bone's site isn't as big as it used to be. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's a, we got to take out the number ones and the number twos. I mean, the Forcenet got their thing slapped on them, not because they're so huge, but mostly because I think Wise bought it, and before Wise bought it, their, the way they ran that website just infuriated the people over at the official site. Okay. Just totally. So, I mean, you got the combination of bad blood and the new ownership coming in to smooth things over. That's kind of why they're not really showing anything. It's, it's, it's not a, we got to shut these guys down, because 
being adversarial doesn't get you anything. A prime example is uh, Star Trek. I think someone brought it up on the uh, the chat room. Mm-hmm. This thing, They're, Paramount was very adversarial with a bunch of fan sites with a, a, a you know a property that is almost completely fueled by fans. The best example I can bring to to this discussion right now is actually Starship Exeter, which is a fan film. Uh, I think they're up to two episodes now, about half an hour each. It's it's basically a copy of the old episodes Uh of Star Trek. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I I don't know. The, The problem is... I think we're too eager, maybe it's because we've watched Star Wars like 5,000 times each, <laughs> we're too eager to cast everything in the light of, you know, uh, Empire versus Rebellion. And uh, people in fan sites, of course, love to cast themselves as the Rebellion and Luke's film of the Empire. I mean, and there's elements of that. I mean, it's still a film company. And, I don't know. I just feel kind of weird, actually. I'm, the more I'm talking, I'm like, Jesus, I sound like a defense lawyer for Ella for Lucas film. <laughs> And I was like, that's the last thing I thought I'd ever sound like. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. So I'm going to go, I don't know, I'm going to go download a whole bunch of shit illegally so I can feel better about my... Uh, what do you think about hyperspace? Hyperspace was good. It was a good idea in theory. I think the way they, they handled it was a little off. I remember saying that I used to be a moderator at the official site, and I remember when they were talking about introducing hyperspace. And I said then, if you charge more than 20 a year, it probably won't be good. And if you decide to make all this stuff exclusive, people are going to get pissed. And it's not going to matter making things exclusive anyway, because everyone and their mom now on the Internet knows somebody who knows somebody who knows how to, like, you know, freaking crack into the FBI. So they're going to get a fucking trailer out if they want to. (laughs) So... I always I thought it was a little ham-handed, and I, st- and I think it was even worse when they mixed it in with the fan club thing. But as an idea, it's not. I mean, I think people are trying to compare it to other movie sites, and that's the mistake. That what you want to try and compare it to is stuff like uh, the ESPN Insider, stuff like that, mm-hmm. where I mean they have pay content. It's not so much for other movie things because StarWars.com is offering stuff that's not. You know, most other movie websites will offer like trailers and maybe like a behind-the-scenes fluff piece or something. Mm-hmm. Um, the the model, the ideal model, would probably be KongIsKing.net, as it is right now, and those are the, the one-ring guys again. And I think mm-hmm. that, once again, goes back to those guys making sure they actually do cultivate a good relationship with the creative powers that be, both in the studio and, you know, the people actually making the directors. Mm-hmm. They actually took the time to cultivate that good relationship, whereas with a lot of Star Wars webmasters, you, you get the idea that they're cultivating it, they're... That the Star Wars webmasters are kind of being palpatine-ish. They're, they're cultivating it, but they're just waiting for a slip-up so they can move in and become Lucasfilm in some way, shape, or form. So that might be the overriding feeling I've gotten since, you know, cause I've been doing this whole running around message boards, helping websites out for a very long time. And that's, uh, I mean, between the inter-fan site rivalries and then everyone wanting to supplant the number one fan site and then, you know, trying to supplant the official site itself, it's just, it's very warlike. <laughs> well, actually, let, let's Star Wars. Come on, <laughs> but but let, come on, goddamn, let's go. That's it. But let's take it like the facts to the facts. Yeah, there is a war out there. It's just like it's almost like a cold war. Yeah, if if we can say so. And for honestly, there's some insult slapping that that comes from the the official website to the fan sites. Yeah, and from the fan sites to the official site. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. But like, well, actually, one very good instance is the message boards. Yeah. There was no message boards on the official site for a very, very long period of time. No, not at all. Yeah, it took them till let's see, the official site went up in like what ninety four, ninety five, and the message boards didn't go up until till two thousand one. Yeah. So. This is this is like and like that's the first step. They actually like they finally put up. They finally came up with a message boards. So yay! Finally, it's going to be easier. Well, a little bit easier to find Star Wars fans in your area where you can actually discuss Star Wars, you know, without being an outcast. And then they totally screwed up by giving me a moderatorship. So that was their bad. <laughs> <laughs> but but <laughs> yeah. But then wait, wait. But then they actually had to come up with the regional forums. Which is just basically slapping us with a stra- with a with a trout in the face at Fanforce. Yeah. You know, I, I'm I'm just gonna be a little bit like territorial here. Yeah. But Fanforce has been around ever since the '90s, the oh, mid '90s. Yeah, that, that's that's no doubt. That's probably the best thing. If 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 TFN or the ForceNet ever wants to point to something that they did that was tremendously positive for fandom, it would have to be Fanforce. There you go. By, by leaps and bounds, it's, it's, I've always said it was like the only good thing to come out of Forcenet because there's a whole bunch of drama. You have this entire splintered fandom that's, you know, my camp here, your camp here, your camp here, your camp here, hate you all. But out of all that, uh, fan force came out of the Forcenet, and that's probably the most one of the most positive things I've seen in online fandom is these people actually getting together just straight off their love of Star Wars, which is what you know everything started from in the first place. And what it was trying to work to, and it seems Fanforce is one of the few places online where it actually happened. Yeah. So. And and when you take a look at the regional boards, like very closely, mm-hmm. you can see there's a little, like, not to say a lot of people coming from the Fanforce boards and just going. By the way, like our group is there, and we're going to be doing that this weekend. Yeah. So you're welcome to join us. Mm-hmm. But then you know you can come post on our boards, <laughs> 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 which which is it's kind of sad in a way. But it's under- understandable. But but it all goes back to the time when the Star Wars websites first come out. And the web was so new. Yeah. Anyone could have had a website about Star Wars. Yeah. And anyone had a run at being the biggest Star Wars website. Mm-hmm. Now it is hard to become a big website. If you want to be a big website, you better come up with like new content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exclusive content. Exclusive content. You can't rip somebody else's content off like the Force.net has. Honestly, <laughs> they have a bunch of other websites have done it yeah. and become a huge site. Yeah. StarWars.com said, "Oh shit, we got a shitload of of uh, Star Wars websites that are pretty big." Yeah. When they found out the for- the Phantom Menace was coming out, and they had to they played catch up for three years yeah. during Attack the Clones. Message boards were added. Hyperspace is one of their latest. Uh, installments that they've put to compete against the fan sites because mm-hmm. they want to c- project what they want to project. They want to say this is Star Wars, not that other crap that people that like it yeah. show a you. A site will survive with its community, yeah. so you have to have a border at some point and keep those people there. Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah, and, and I mean, and I and that makes perfect sense, uh, especially when you're looking at it from like a. Uh, from like a movie studio standpoint, they want to make sure it's it's always all about control. It's why Lucas is like the biggest independent filmmaker now. He he does not want to be controlled by people. But when you're set by a studio, a studio wants to control every factor of it. They see these fan sites, and 
I'm pretty sure they like the fact that it's essentially free advertising, but they they want to make sure they can control it. They want to oh they, we we can't let this because this might grow wild and become something that that we can't order them to stop doing this and stop doing that and that kind of thing. And so it's it's understandable, but I agree it is very stifling and it doesn't. It, it sends very mixed messages about the people that are spending a lot of their time just supporting the the product that they're putting out. But what it comes back to is big mass media not understanding that the internet is a new beast. It's not like TV. It's not ra- like radio. It's yeah. not like the print media. It is completely new, and they're going to have to get used to it. Yeah, it's the the curve is very for some reason steep for people on in the movie studio to to, to get about the internet. They're learning rapidly though. It just seems that, you, once again, Lucasfilm is kind of out of the realm as far as the rest of the mo- other movie studios go. So, it's for some reason, it's a little bit different for them than it is for some of the other studios. I don't hear about a lot of these problems with other studios except for, like, Paramount and Star Trek. But I don't even think Star Trek like has that again, problem. That's also because Star Wars is such a huge friggin' phenomenon, especially <laughs> on the Internet. That, that adds another level, of, level to it, too. But then again, you also got to wonder... What incentive are we giving these studios to treat us as legitimate? Mm-hmm. When when they you know when they ask us to do stuff, and then we pitch a fit like a third grader and <laughs> scream and yell and whine and you know you know conspiracy and point at stuff. We some I mean it does go both ways. I I, I I do agree that they're a little too snotty and shitty to us often, especially considering what we're doing is giving them free advertising. Um. But we also got to be able to learn how to play the game instead of just expecting them to automatically adapt to our rules. There will have to be compromise on on both sides, unfortunately. That's why, because before you actually break the law, you have to know the law. So that's why we all sound like lawyers. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) That's the line of the show, right? (laughs) So, oh, man. Any solution for... uh the relation between uh, Lucasfilm and the fan sites? Uh, I don't know if there's like a, a quick and easy solution. I know, I know T-Bone had one, but that one just didn't sound very feasible because it basically cuts the the studio out of the 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 picture completely. I think if you want a model, I mean, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but you got to look at what uh, Universal's doing with KongIsKing.net and those two, and I think that's a successful model that should be going. That people should be looking at. For yeah. I mean, fan sites should be trying to ape that, getting in contact with the studios themselves. You know, taking the initiative to push that kind of thing and offer themselves up there like that instead of expecting studios to come to them and, and you know and kowtow. But I, I think that's probably what the solution is going to be. Mm-hmm. And then, and then on the other hand, you have I don't know, just these weird little rogue sites that pop up out of nowhere, like. All the spoilers almost seem to be exclusively coming from MillenniumFalcon.com, which mm-hmm. blows my head because that site was essentially just a message board for two years. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a site. So, I mean, you get, I don't know, you get just these, these big question marks that pop up out of nowhere and, and blow the lid open on everything. It's just, I think people work, they just kind of need perspective on these kind of things because most of the people who are looking for spoilers and that interested enough to want to find out stuff about the movie before it comes out, there's a very small segment of the people who are actually going to go watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like a very big thing to us, but I guarantee you that the, the people that, you know, read scriptments, you know, people like me who mock up soundtracks to trailers, 
Mm-hmm. That is so nerdy sounding. <laughs> <laughs> it's a soundtrack to a freaking advertisement. I spend like two hours doing that. But the, the, the people like that, I mean, they're very rabid, but they're money in the bank. You don't really have to worry about them if you're mm-hmm. a film company. I think that's another, you know, another thing that studios should be keeping in mind. Instead of spending all this, you know, active time and energy to try and shut down these fan sites for giving information out about the movie, keep in mind that these these fans are already money in the bank anyway. And it's it's not probably going to go too far out of that realm because most casual fans really don't want to hear about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I've tried to tell some people at work, you know, oh, well, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. They're like, yeah, okay, what, whatever. And they just kind of wander off down the hall. And, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with that guy? Jesus. <laughs> what the hell is a general grievous? I, 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 you know, stuff like that. So... That's, I don't know. Yeah. I'm why, why was he holding an orange and telling me he was holding a thermal detonator? What's the thermal detonator? Yeah, no, thermal, thermal what? <laughs> <laughs> but we, we know Lucasfilm will not change uh, until episode 3. If they change it, probably will be after. Yeah, I, I, I think if there's going to be any kind of change as far as their operating procedure with fans and fan sites, it'll be after. And even then, I'm not entirely sure because they're going to have... That uh, that series mm-hmm. they're gonna have actually they're gonna have a couple series they're gonna have live action and animated yeah so it it might change it might not I think my my tendency is to believe that it's gonna be a little more open simply because it's not the movies yeah it's not a movie and TV schedules typically move so fast you don't have the time to lock everything down so your choice is either open it up all the way or just shut it down completely mm-hmm. because TV schedules just move a lot faster than a movie will. You got to bang out an episode like that. So there's, I, I figure it'll be a little bit more open, um, and they might rethink some stuff. Plus, I mean, you never know. Some people might be bailing from the official site after episode three. They might be going to do other stuff. You never know. There might be different, not say ownership, but management going on in there. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you always have that to look at too. It's not like those people are ironclad and going to be employed there mm-hmm. for the rest of their life. I mean, from what I understand, Lucasfilm doesn't really pay that much. <laughs> Uh, they might just go, and someone else might come in mm-hmm. with a uh, with a new take on how things go. I mean, maybe they pay attention to the internet a little bit closer than than some of the people that are there now, and they they've been looking at trends. I mean, not to shit on pads or ends. I mean, I know they pay attention a great deal, but I mean, they might not be the ones in charge of making the calls about how this gets set up and how that gets set up and what markets they're trying to reach and all that kind of corporate gobbledygook. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, if it opens up, it opens up. If it doesn't, I think we're doing fine how we are right now. I just think it would be cool if there was a little less bitching about it. <laughs> Do you think hyperspace will survive uh, like it is right now? Ooh, that's going to be rough. No, I don't. No? I think they're going to have to trash that after three. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even after three. I think they're going to have to trash that after the... Uh, no, no, no. It'll be a good after three. After the DVD release for episode three... Mm-hmm. Then they're going to have to trash it because I don't see anyone paying for the TV series or uh, yeah for the t- TV series behind the scenes stuff. No, well, I, I don't think they're going to. They're either going to have to radically rethink it or trash it. What Danny was Danny and I were talking a couple of weeks ago, and he said that his membership was coming up in June, yeah. <laughs> and it's right after the movie comes out. And what were you saying, Danny? You weren't going to bring it back because no. he, there's no point. I'll yeah, give you the really images anyway. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's the thing. You know, and and if they want people to stay members of hyperspace, because hyperspace uh, was born on on June, I think, uh, of a couple of years back. Yeah. So 
right after the movie, if they don't announce uh, officially the TV series or something, they will lose almost all their members. Yeah, they're going to have to make an announcement. And even if they do make an announcement, I don't see them really... It, they're essentially paying for content in two different... The same content spread out... I just burped, I'm sorry. The same content spread out over two different spots. Like, what's showing up in the magazine is just showing back up on hyperspace. Mm-hmm. And what's showing up on hyperspace ends up getting printed in the magazine. So... They're going to have to, even if they make an announcement, they're probably just going to have to kill it. Because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's not to say it's obsolete, but it's pretty, it's pretty much obsolete now. If you want to find the stuff, it's out there real easy to mm-hmm. find. You know, you, you go there to see the uh, making of documentary, and that's about it for me, you know. Actually, that's, I go to... All m- anyone goes to it, from what I understand. I, I, when, I heard, when I was modding at the official site, the thing I was interested in was there were supposed to be, you know, like interviews on a special message board and there were going to be uh, DVD extras that keep popping up but the DVD extras site for like episode 2 has I think like one deleted scene and there's supposed yeah. to be like an extra commentary that you can't bring up anymore I mean it's pretty much dry the stuff that was supposed to be coming isn't coming up and I can understand it's because they're very busy mm-hmm. cranking out content for episode 3 and stuff like pad set diaries are brilliant I love reading those mm-hmm. but as it is right now you got pad set diaries And you got documentaries that are going to be on the DVD that you're going to buy. So you're essentially paying twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was one of my main complaints when they started talking about that. I'm like, if, if, if you're just going to pay to see the documentaries in a large form on something that you're going to buy on DVD anyway, because they always get ported over to DVD, mm-hmm. what's the point? So it, you've got I never documentaries thought of it that this you're way. paying twice for, and Pab's very well-written set diaries, and that's about it. Well, I have to say that I never go to StarWars.com. I'm a member of Hyperspace. Yeah. I, I go to Millennium Falcon, and it's like, oh, I knew before the helmet pictures. I read the description. If it's good, I go check it out. If not, I don't exactly. waste my time. I was like that when I was modding at the official site. After a year in, I'm like, I'm not visiting this shithole anymore. <laughs> it, it was pointless. <laughs> and it's boards? I didn't want to see the site. I mean, I was reading everything that I wanted to read on other message boards anyway. Exactly. So, I don't know. They came in with the boards too late. Yeah, they did. They came in with the boards too late, and then at that point, that old adversarial nature kicked in because it's funny. You had all these fan sites, and then the actual official site comes in, but it's treated like the new kid on the block, like it was some kind of new dinky fan site that just popped up, <laughs> which wouldn't have happened if they'd got in on the ground floor like you would have thought Lucasfilm would have done. But, yeah. Well. What can you do? <laughs> it, it all ends pretty quick here, don't it? But 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 you know what? I've got to give something to the official board's website. Yeah. The forum feedback forums. Mm-hmm. It's like it's the place I go every day when I want to laugh. Oh yeah, that shit is entertaining, ain't it? <laughs> it's freaking funny, and that's only half of the thing, or even like one one third of of it we're seeing. Because I'm I'm sure there's like tons of stuff posted out there that we're not oh, seeing. Yeah, when, oh. Yeah, we would leave some of the most ridiculous shit, like, unblocked when we were in there. I, that used to be, like, my playground. I just practice out one-liners. Cause I used to, well, I still, I'm trying to actually, like, write screenplays and stuff. And uh-huh. But I would just practice lines on people. Because you, you'd eventually find some kind of dim-bulb, knuckle-dragging, gas-huffing moron coming in there complaining about something totally retarded and <laughs> wait for him to show up, and then you tee off. It's great. <laughs> and then... So, I mean, and, and some of them we wouldn't approve because, you know, I'm, I'm going entirely too far. Yeah. That kind of thing. But, but oh, act- yeah, that's comedy. I'm, I'm glad that it's still like that. I need to swing yeah. by and 
Daily <laughs> oh, dose. Oh, it's still like that. Well, actually, I've got to ask you about this. In your personal opinion, <laughs> do you think the moderators at StarWars.com are a little bit rude? Well, I, they're I, on a power trip, aren't they? Po- yeah, they're on a power trip, aren't they? Well, you, you kind of get that problem with moderators at most every site. Um, I'm not even familiar who the guys at the official site are anymore. When I was there, we were kind, we were we were pretty laid back. I was the bulldog. Like if there was a problem, they would come to me and I would go chew somebody out and make them feel like shit. And <laughs> bark, bark, bark. <laughs> I would pee on them and ban them, and that would be my thing. Um, I don't know what they're doing now that there isn't like a, a set bulldog. There's probably like two or three other bulldogs there, but. I know a lot of that is simply because the rules at moderating at the official site are very different. There's so many more restrictions as, as to what you can yeah. and can't post there. Mm-hmm. I can there's like a, what is it, like a thousand word post limit? Is that still in? Or is it yes. Now? Yes, it's yeah. still there. It's oh, still there? Yeah. Oh, okay. the, what I'm going to say is not, it's not an insult. I can tell you they're actually paying somebody to be a bulldog right now. They are? Yeah. Oh, man, I wish I was getting paid. Apparently, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't shit on enough people. I could. I would have taken the paycheck. Get a degree in journalism and write a few books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who needs journalism? Get the internet now. Yeah. So we're the journalist defense site. Yeah. And there we you get go. the scoop and everything, and we, and report we get news. PC'd on by Lucasfilm. Well, yeah. <laughs> you take the good with the bad. You take a golden shower every now and again, but you <laughs> cool pictures. So hey, fair trade off. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like ammonia. <laughs> Well, thanks a lot, uh, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get the fuck out of here on the piss joke now. <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> that's live radio. It's yeah. just like seeing on people. We're really. <laughs> <laughs> but where's the German guy? He'll get he'll get on me with this. Don't they like the whole peeing and pooping on? Me? <laughs> the ger- get the German guy back in here. Oh, he's <laughs> <laughs> talking about doing face up. Hard jokes now. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'll, I'll run the gamut, man. I just use the fart joke and the word gamut in the same sentence. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm multi-talented. Dude, what did they do to you when you were moderating at StarWars.com? <laughs> no, that's what I did to decide. I was already like this. Okay. <laughs> so it's your legacy. Yeah, yeah. One hell of a fucking legacy, huh? Yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? We're going to keep you on just for another minute, okay. actually. Because I'm going to read something here. And I know you probably heard it before, but... Maybe some people in Canada never heard it. It's actually the infamous Fifth Amendment okay. that we hear from, from from everybody. No person shall be held to answer for a capital or otherwise infamous crime, unless on a presentment or indictment of a grand jury, except in cases arising in the land or naval forces or in the militia, when in actual service in time of war or public danger. Nor shall any person be subject for the same offense to be twice put in jeopardy of life or limb, nor shall be compelled in any criminal case to be a witness against himself, okay. nor be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. And that's my favorite part right here. Nor shall private property be taken for public use without just compensation. Do you think that us giving them free publicity over at least 30,000 fans out there is just compensation? That's iffy, because you also got to take into account um, a lot of these images, they are planning to make monetary, there's, there's a monetary value attached to them. So that, that's iffy. I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you on the face of it, but I've got to remember that they're planning on using these pictures to, like, sell magazines with. Mm-hmm. Or like the, uh, oh, man, it's just, 
Like, the trailer stuff, I don't think they should be bitching about, because that's ads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Ed, that's the whole point of the goddamn trailer. It's an advertisement. So that, I don't think they should be tripping on. Some of the, some of the pictures I'm a little iffy on, because I know they're, they're not really meant to be seen until they show up in one of those visual books, like the visual dictionaries or something. Now, if they can, that that's where it gets that's where it gets iffy. It's see, that's where the internet is fun because it causes a nice little gray line there. <laughs> and you want and you want to do it like on a case by case basis. And it seems like, for the most part, they're not really banging people for images this time out. Yeah. Like a lot of the stuff that's coming out, like a lot of the spoilerific images and stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that's been hitting MillenniumFalcon.com, uh, the stuff that T Bone's been releasing. Those you're not really seeing anyone trying to stop them. You're not. They're not getting hit for that. You want to know why they're being? But they're being smart. Yeah. Dorothy is not putting them up on his server. Yeah. It's all an image shack. Oh yeah, he's being he's being slick about it, and he's had plenty of time to be slick about it. That guy is. Don't name names. One of the slickers. <laughs> what? No, he doesn't want him to name names. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Well, I drop some names now. No, boy, no, go I for it. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> oh, by by him, I I I mean me. <laughs> Wait, that was really bad. I, I didn't mean me. I mean other people <laughs> in places. Yeah, God somewhere. himself. The, the the image. I'm screwed. <laughs> okay, so your IP address has been transferred to Lucasfilm officials. <laughs> You'll well, they be already know where I live. <laughs> they already know my phone number. I'm oh. I'm screwed either way. So, but that, they probably don't care about me because most people know me as that that ranty asshole. So. You are known as the ranty asshole. The ranty asshole. So there's no way that... I don't have too much credibility. They don't give a shit what I say. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so that's exactly why I'm on your show. It's kind of that guy who went to the Area 51 back yeah. in the 70s, and he's been telling the story since, but the CIA just let him go on because nobody believes him. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yay. <laughs> so, all so, right, guys. Thank you very much. Hey, no problem. Thank you. Have a nice evening, evening and keep on guys. listening to the show. Oh, well, thank you for calling. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So there you go. We had a poo ad. Fat Boy Roberts with us tonight. <laughs> you were no saying. kidding. And uh, I think we're going to take a musical break before no, going on. We will explain our side of the story. <laughs> we have a side? Because after the break, we'll go to Nathan. Okay. Uh, yeah, we have a side because uh, Danny's been the webmaster of SithClan.net for the past six, well, for the five past years. five years. Yeah. Because there's that one year that doesn't really count. Because <laughs> yeah. there were other people as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially, like, it's a couple of years ago, actually. And just people to let me know that we were a French site. So any We uh, are. Sithan is, is a French site. Is a yeah. French site. And all international site pale in, corp- in comparison to English site in visitors and traffic. Yeah. Because, you know... Or international. It's another language than English, so... That's it. And in our case, you know, it all started with a little homepage, and we're just going to do something for our little province here in Canada, which is Quebec. And, uh, because, I mean, where else do they speak French in Canada, except, like, somewhere in Alberta? They speak in in Manitoba, uh, Ontario, and New Brunswick. Yeah. New Brunswick is bilingual. You go to Ontario, and you you, you, you see a lot of well, people well, talking Go French. along the border. Go yeah. along the border of Quebec. It's pretty no. francophone. Border doesn't count, man. I'm thinking, like, far away. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. And eventually, it kind of turned up to be a very big attraction for Euro- European fans. And 
I, I don't like saying that, but we're kind of like on top of the websites right now. We're, there's like maybe three top websites, French website out there, and we're you know we're, we're we're still up there amongst the other guys, like the old French version between brackets of the DFN, point, yeah. and uh, this other guy that just popped up after episode one, and. We've had like some people coming to us and telling, "Hey, by the way, here's our, here are a few pictures. I don't know what you could do with them," and they would just like drop this in our in our mailbox, like filling it up because they're high res picture. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and we just like, well, that's nice. Okay, we'll put it up. We put them up. Maybe it, it was 15 hours later after 36 gig of bandwidth had, had been like taken from the website. Yeah. <laughs> we received a little email saying, "Could please take down those pictures because they were kind of stolen from us." And be nice if you please. Thank you. So we're like, you know, we just answer back and we get, we go, yeah, yeah. We never, we never got the formal uh, Lucasfilm letter. uh, The 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 actual business affairs letter. We never really got that. Our web host actually got an email from Business Affairs Mm -hmm. and asking asking to be asking them to shut us down, Mm -hmm. as you know, they're the one. Pulling the plug on us and everything, mm-hmm. and uh, those guys contacted us because sad thing they're a really good friend of us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of their biggest clients, you know. And they're telling us, uh, guys, what kind of pics you put there? Yeah. <laughs> so we contact Lucasfilm, and we had to do just w- just like what T Bone did. What's wrong? Which ones? Mm-hmm. And we took them down, and everything was fine, you know, for a while, a year and a half, or something like that. Remember what were the picture? I don't remember. I don't remember. The pi- I, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't yes, remember the, the pictures. Time. Yeah. Well, the first time was actually uh, someone from Lucasfilm calling me on my cell phone, mm. saying, uh, "You know, Sebastian, you've got pictures on your website. It'd be nice if you take them down." So I'm like, "No problem. Give me 15 minutes, and and they're down." And I just like, I, the, the, by the time I hang up. Call Danny and I tell him, Code Red, we got to take down those pictures. He's already, yeah, I've been taking them. I, I, they're already out of the website for uh, for an hour. For, f- they, for they, they've been out like for for an hour, and I'm and I'm like, but the links still work because he's no. on that web. No, that was like the, fir- the, the, the first time, and I'm like, but the link still works because he was on that website and he found and found out. And I remember you checked and you said, okay, I'll just change the repertory mm-hmm. on the server, and that's what we had to do. Leeches. <laughs> uh yes. Oh, oh jeez, yes. Problem. I think we've had that problem before, huh? Anyhow. Oh yeah. Anyhow. So, that was that was actually the first time and uh I called that person back right away and I said they're taken down, but their their names are being changed right now and they're taken away from the server uh as we speak and you don't have to uh, to worry about a thing. And, you know, that was fine. That's kind that's cool. You ask, we do, you know, good mm-hmm. relationship there. And then there was this other time when we put up some other pictures. The promo when was this? No, oh. no, not the promo pics. That was the second time around okay. where the where our web hosting services actually got the email okay. asking, like, pull their plugs. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> 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 Bring us money. <laughs> so uh, what happened is we actually had to contact that person and we, we said, you know what, this is... They're taken down now. Is that okay? And he said yes. There was no problem. And I asked, actually I said to Danny, "Can I please ask them to contact me directly next time? Just, you know, we'll do it if they ask us." No, because it's their policy to go after. Uh, That's it. Which which is it, it's okay, guys. You know, but it's kind of putting us behind a wall and looking at us from upstairs and going like, 
Wait a second. Zips. There you go. <laughs> Just like Fatboy was saying. Passing on. But the worst was the the recent one. The worst was the worst was a recent one, wi which was actually the fourth, uh, the fourth time. Okay. They actually. Uh, well, actually, it's funny because it's kind of third and fourth time altogether. Yeah. Because the third the third time were the promotional pictures, and they said, "Could you please take them down?" Like instead of actually sending an email to the, to our web host because they knew it didn't work that time around, <laughs> they just like contacted us directly. And I uh, I even had warned the staff. Yeah. Just prepare. We might get an email from Lucasfilm for that. That's it. So save them to your. <laughs> you know, no, but be aware because I, if I'm, I'm at. If work you're at work, we have to we have to act on your behalf, and yeah. you've got to take them out and everything. So, infamous email comes in. I call Danny, code red, blah blah blah, and he's like, "But I've already taken them down because of bandwidth limitations, mm -hmm. and you know we're trying not to suck up all the juice of our web host services mm -hmm. as well, and." Um, That's something they never failed us in the past, which is like really great. And at that time, Millennium Falcon uh, was down. Was down. There was down. Yeah, or moving or whatever. I we don't remember. There was problems. Yeah. So so anyway, they were no down. Problem. So we we actually just like put them up. Uh, we we took them out and we posted. You But know, of course, I was I sent the, I sent the link to Dorothy. He went nuts. Oh, that's great. They're super them cool. He saved them. But something to to take to your attention. They were actually online for a period of 15 hours, during which 36 gigs of bandwidth was used. They, they were on TFN. They were reposted on TFN. They were everywhere. Yeah, and they were actually leached on TFN and, and some place in the boards and everything. Mm -hmm. And these are three megs pictures. That's a lot of bandwidth, you know. <laughs> so I, I, that's why I closed down the the, the pics. There you go, which totally makes sense. So, you know, we actually said they're off. We showed the, the news to the to the guys and they're like, okay, that's cool. Thanks. You know. And then I think it was a, a, week, a, week, a week, week later. A week later. It was a week later on a Friday no right, weekend. It was a was it was it was a Friday night. I wasn't yeah, I wasn't sure. It was a Friday night. Somebody was a little overzealous at uh Lucasson. I don't want to say well no See, Millennium Falcon came back online. Yes, and they put our picture because they didn't. That's it. Put the picture for a week. Darty put the pictures up, and he said in in his in his look, thanks to Sitlan uh, for, for the getting the pictures. You know, he said that the that's the source, just quoting us as the source, mm -hmm. which is totally okay. Mm -hmm. And thank you, Darty, by the way. And the <laughs> pictures were not even on on our server. They, they were on image. That's it. They were on image. They were somewhere else. And so, th there you go. The pictures are somewhere else. But this person goes home after work. God, I hope. Because it was 1 o'clock. Yeah, 1.30. Over there. It was 4 o'clock here in the morning. So I yeah. Know I know it was... It was <laughs> Who is sick? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was still up. Don't, if you want to call me at 4 o'clock, it's okay. But don't call Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when I'm sick. And I get this... I want. I don't want to disclose the entire email, but a I'm going to say a frantic email. It was is a what you got. It was a trash mail. It really was a trash mail, and like to me, from to get to get a, an email from that person, tell Sansweet. well from Steve Sansweet, yeah. telling me, you know what? That's the last straw, and we're never going to do. We're never going to do anything with you again. And I'm like, what, dude? We did episode two. We did the premiere. Well, the premiere of episode two. The premiere of IMAX. We're doing like this Star Wars soundtrack. What's what? Uh, like we took the picture out every time. We we took the picture out, and you're 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 like you're what? like 
just like uppercutting me <laughs> because somebody quotes in their post that th- that's where the pictures came from. He thought that we gave. He thought that we actually gave them to that person and that person to repost. To repost, yeah. yeah. So e- after Sebastian emailed Steve, I, I emailed Steve. I, I took like forty-five minutes and I really quickly wrote a three-page email <laughs> to actually explain that you know that's not the case and everything. And I call Brian on his cell and I'm like, dude, I'm like we're done. I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> It I call cr- crimson code the color crimson code, code. crimson oh code my crimson. god you're I such a geek I just Sebastian. like Brian Brian I I knew was at a party so I thought he would be awake but when I got his voicemail I knew no. he was asleep I, that's what I thought for my defense that's what I thought but you were not so I'm really sorry again and Danny I knew was with his girlfriend so I said you know what I'm not gonna bother him in the middle of the night I'm gonna wait till eight tomorrow morning so I stayed up all night waited till eight <laughs> called his cell phone cell phone comes in. Rings, rings, no answer, voicemail, like, code crimson, code crimson, <laughs> we're doomed. <laughs> I don't exactly remember what the message was, but it was something around those lines, and I'm, I tell him, like, you check sound, your emails. You, you sounded like suicidal. I, uh, I, honestly. He did, he was like, he was freaking out, man, it's the end of the world! It's like, <laughs> th- Star Wars means the world to me, and it's my life, and just like those people of you who haven't checked the, the staff page on, on the Star Wars on Direct website do, because you're on the, you'll understand what, what I'm coming from with here. But when I got that email, I was really depressed and everything, and then he wrote an email, and we finally heard back around 8 o'clock that night, you know, oh, okay, I'm sorry, and it's going to be okay. But that was a pretty close call. Sebastian, what's the new rule for calling Brian? We don't call Brian. No, 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 no. If it's good enough to call Danny, call Danny first. And if it's important enough, if Danny thinks it's a good idea to call Brian, then Danny it's a good idea. To call Brian. <laughs> if Danny thinks it's a good idea. Yes. Danny yes. makes okay. a judgment call. Okay. I'll remember that. Thank you. <laughs> you will be able to sleep. Thank you. <laughs> if I'm not on instant messenger, it's because I ain't available. That's right. <laughs> That from the guy who actually called us in the middle of the night to say, Revenge of the Sith is the new title of the movie! I yeah. did? Yeah. <laughs> That's true, I did. <laughs> there no, you go. I was at a, a party. and I That's came, true. I, I, I came home at 3 o'clock. I was half drunk. <laughs> so I listened And all you I could hear was myself. like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I er, You were talking so fast, man. I listened to the, to the, to the message six times. And w- when what I... What was he saying? Yeah. And after I understood, I got up to my friend's computer at 3 o'clock in the morning, check if everybody did their job on their website. Good. Back asleep. Back asleep, you know. <laughs> but that's really how he sounded. It was like... <laughs> And you're what? It's like it is the new title. Like so close to the microphone, that was kind of funny. I was excited. Yeah, y- you were. Y- yeah, you understand? It, yeah. Okay. I was positively excited. Yes, not depressively excited. It's like what? Hey, and it was three o'clock, not four. Three okay. is like that limit, man. Oh, okay. Four o'clock, you're getting early, man. People That's are cool. starting to wake up. You can call me anytime. You don't have to call Danny first. It's hard to get to your cell phone. <coughs> yeah. Well, back to the subject. Yes. Uh, the thing we can say about at least the French community, I don't know if the, all the international community is like that, but the the official, the French official, the licensee, yep. are really big partners with the French fan sites. The example I, I have right now is that LucasArts is giving away Xbox and tons 
of Star Wars games to contest to do contest on website. On our site, we had uh, it's we had a, a contest for Knights of the Old Republic 2. We gave away four games, one Xbox, and uh, this time for Republic Commando, we have one Xbox, four games, badges, poster to give away, and we p- can't even enter. Yeah, because like well, we're it's staff. O- it's only in and it's only I'm in not Europe. staff, and I'm I'm just because I'm in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sort of relate. Yeah, but you know, the, the licensee up there use the fan site. Yeah, you don't see uh, and even start in the US. Go on TFN, okay? TFN, uh, you will have two Xbox to uh, to do a contest with with uh, let's ten. Imagine games. if they did; it'd be a promotional phenomenon. That's you know how many people they the reach? You know, how many pe- you know how many people they reach, the, the Force.net? Fa- like, it. hardcore yeah. fans. They meet a yeah. lot of people. Wh- why don't they do that uh, in the U.S.? They do that in France? That's, fine. That's cool. You, you, got, go you got 10 f- French fan sites who give away stuff, you know? And they, they got... Uh, if they're bigger, they got more stuff to give away. If they're smaller, they got less stuff to give away. You know? But it's a really cool partnership to have... We never have that in the U.S. And especially for a French site in the U.S., uh, in the, uh, North America. Forget about a, a French partnership yep. in North America. There, there's about six, there's at least 6,000 people going to uh, How many TFN. unique clicks? Unique. Unique? Wow, 6,000 right. unique going to TFN every day. More, than that, uh, more than that. I, uh, I'm sure more than that. No, wait, I'm sorry. That is... Okay. We're checking the... Uh, no, wait, okay, yeah. I was looking I was looking at it wrong. Forget about that. It's, 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 it's a, around 175 million people. Yeah. That's what it's, it's around. Worldwide. Yeah. So, you can reach freaky... <laughs> if you combine... <laughs> no, you can. You could do a promotion. There's not even a promotion on StarWars.com. No. Like that. You can use... LucasArts, can you StarWars.com, all the fan site, you can have a really freaking bunch of promotion for that game and, you know, it will sell like hell. Um, you can almost say that that's the problem with Star Wars Miniatures. It's, it's so popular that they aren't promoting it. Yeah, they don't want to promote it yet because they don't have enough in stock. <laughs> that's it. And you have, like for StarWars.com, you have o- you must have around over 100, uh, 4,000, 400 million users per day. Is that is but that you the know number? What f- yeah, but you know you know what the funny thing is, the people who go to the StarWars.com website they watch about two point seven pages. Those who go to the Force.net they watch three point two pages. Why would that be? Hmm, more content. Yeah, opinions Probably. of the fans and everything. It's funny though if you take a look at the uh, the, the spike the spikes. If you go to Alexa.com, A L E X A.com, and you just type Th- in those stats are not. Perfect, but they give you a good idea. And uh, in the past three average, months, yeah. if you take a look at the, at the spikes in the past three months, they pretty much follow up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of funny. <laughs> and um, I just want to see for fun. <laughs> That's TFN. That's us. <laughs> Way down there below. <laughs> we're, we're not on the English community. That's yeah, I know. A big difference. There you go. And uh, you hit the cool people. Mm. 
Okay. <laughs> no, it's that's it's because they all live up north and where it's cool. It, it, it's a more personal oh. relationship. Yeah, that's it. We have a lot. The, uh, the uh, international fan site because they're local. Yeah. You no, know, they're in, uh, in other languages. It's more local, less people. And we don't have to worry about posting in our languages on message boards. Mm-hmm. Unlike at the official site. Where if you speak Spanish and you post in Spanish and the moderators can't understand you, they'll just ban you for it. How very um, global village of them. Very global village. But you know what? I promised myself this wouldn't be all about downsides and everything. And Lucasfilm in the past has done good things for the fandom. Attack of the Clones IMAX. Congratulations, Lucas. Using the fans to promote. You used us, and we like. Just, just for your ideas, should they do something similar for episode three? Oh my God! It's what? W- that's a question. It, it should have been online. It should, it should be online already. There you go. How how long did it take you to whip that up? The Attack of the Clones thing. It, it was actually in t- we had two weeks warning. Yeah, that's not fair. You think that's what they're going to give us for episode three? Less than that. <laughs> Sebastian, what do you do? How many meetings have you gone now for the premiere? Uh, we could actually say about four, like official big meetings. But yeah. I've been thinking about it all day long for the past. We've discussed this on, during two supper months. and everything. Yeah, so. but I've been thinking about it for so the past. So you've two had months. four meetings already, big yeah. official meetings. About it. More than about two weeks of work, I'd say. Yes, more, more definitely, and you know, people need warning. The theaters need warning. The fans need warning. People need warning to get together. And but you know what? They also did the Star Wars celebrations. Yeah. And they're doing it again. The Star Wars Celebration Three. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's Very a really important. That's that's a really good thing. Yeah. It is. But uh, we could have needed one in 1997. Yes. But you don't think fandom was ready for it? To no, 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 not at all. <laughs> it was more than ready for it. But to give them cr- credit, maybe they were not ready for it then. I guess you could see it that way. As I, I, as I put it as an instance, uh, we're kind of standing in one side of the Berlin Wall, and Lucasfilm is standing on this other side. Hey, we're West Germany, man. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> you know you're probably right. They're the one trying to get through the wall, but we won't let them. That's right, man. So there you go. That was a sarcastic comment, people. <laughs> so do I you have anything to add to this uh, main subject? Actually, I have a little comment from uh, Wookie Mart, okay. our uh, collaborator Did on the show. Did we receive uh, emails? Uh, I'll double check right mm-hmm. now. Nope. We haven't actually received any emails commenting on this subject. But uh, actually, uh, the really interesting point that Wookie Mart brought... Well, first of all, you know... Who's the source of the money for the, fan, the, 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 the the film companies and everything? It's the fans. Without the fans, there's no nothing. money and you got nothing. So if you're close to the fans, you just get more money because you're kind to them. But, you know, without being too kind, I can understand that. But what he brought up was the best example I could think of. Uh, well, he could w- think w- of. Wikimar? Yeah. Okay. Farscape. Okay. Farscape was this Jim Anson Studio series that was going to be cancelled. And was brought back to the air because fans on websites did petitions, just like Star Trek back in the old days, and it actually worked. And I'm not going to comment and say that Farscape is this terrific show. I've heard very much, very good things about it. Only very good things about it. And eventually I'll probably sit down and watch it. But to be honest with you, 
if if we were all to say all together you know what episode 3 May 18th I'm going to be polite and I'm going to say nah not interested now let's go Kevin Smith fuck that shit <laughs> I'm not going the fat man's got enough money there we go <laughs> there you go the, the bearded man's got enough money there we I'm not going and nobody's going it's going to be the biggest flop ever that would be bad because it's going to be good episode 3 is going to be good definitely but the fans will never do that but the fans would never do that it's because it wouldn't be the hardcore fa- the hardcore fans c- if they really wanted to and they could convince everyone to go it'd be more the softcore fans it's like why are all these oh there's freaks? a Star Wars movie no but yeah, it's like yeah. Let, let's it, go it'd be all like and there's nobody waiting in line yeah. <laughs> exactly it, it'd be like all, all of the softer the fans the spectacle of the, Star Wars the softer fans would be where are all the freaks <laughs> what happened where <laughs> We're, let's go see Star Wars. Let's go see Star it's Wars. It's the first day out. I want to see it. It's been we a need while. to bring Yusen Vang down to Hurt and plug the entries to all theaters on May 19th. <laughs> but you know, that wouldn't work. because Why? Because they hold us by our guts. And we like Star Wars. We just like it. No, 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 it's more than that. Piss on us. It's more than that. Star Wars is now a drug for 90% of the fans. Otherwise, the fans, yeah. yeah, but otherwise, all those spoilers, pictures, and everything, they wouldn't add up. Like, hyperspace would be enough of a fix in relation to actually give us enough pleasure so that we're good till for next week or something like that. But it we, doesn't. It's like we need something every day, baby. <laughs> like, give me more. <laughs> I want that shit more. Right now, right now, right now. <laughs> I want it. You know, if I could is see it pure, all is it pure, if I could see the movie right now. Undone. I don't care. Even if it's not done, I'd look at it. I wouldn't. No. Okay. It's the expectation. That's what I like. Yeah. I'm waiting for. I'd it. look at it, and I probably would be like pissed about it. So the better thing to do would be like like Brian and wait and watch watch it just in theater. I want to watch it with you, with Sebastian, with Danny, with Martin, with my buddies, yeah, and gonna that's w- gonna be the fun part. But we're gonna get shut up. Okay. <laughs> You know what I mean. It's yes. going to be the fan thing. Yes. For me, that's what it's going to be. It's the culmination. Will you hold me when I cry? I'll hold your hand. Okay. Okay. Close <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but honestly, that's that's exactly what Brian what Brian said is exactly what we should all do. It's if I saw all the frames on pictures of the Star Wars movie, I would still go see the movie. First of all, see them all animated one after the other. You know, it's kind of faster than PowerPoint. And I would actually enjoy it very much so. Especially with fans like you guys. And our listeners out there. But what's happening right now? They're kind of... Oh, wait. That's when you hit me for my sub-squeezy theory. That's my second one of the show. Welcome to Sebastian Theory. <laughs> That, that's when I come in with my second crazy theory. You know what that is? They're doing it on purpose. They're the ones leaking the pictures. It's all a big conspiracy. Just like Kennedy. <laughs> no, but honestly, it's just a big conspiracy because, you know what? They know how much people the Force.net reaches. They know how many people StarWars.com reaches, and they know that if they post images on, on, on TFN and on other fan sites like... Star, T-Bone Star Wars Universe Sith Clan They know It's going to reach people They know it's going to Gripe up the hype And they know It's going to make it like Wh- Why shut down 
It's gonna ma- Sebastian, it makes no... M- it, what you're saying makes no sense, okay, buddy? It does. Okay, they just no, wanna, no, no, no. They know they want to look good to themselves and to what they said. Okay, they actually <laughs> announced... Wait, wait. They actually <laughs> announced that after episode two, they would take... Like, real hard legal actions against website would post picture for episode 3, blah, blah, blah. Two weeks later, they actually arrest a guy who was working on episode 2 because he had fansites pictures on his hard drive? Give me a break! I thought he had like $3,000 worth of stuff that he had stolen from Lucasfilm. No. The actual thing, the actual article posted in the Nicasio uh, paper... Was the actual story was that actually released to the public? Yeah, but it's a n- it's a newspaper. Was that no? But it's it a newspaper. Should we trust it? Was it on the internet? <laughs> you should leave everything that's on the internet. <laughs> the internet makes you stupid. Don't don't listen to anything it so says. That's true because that's a quote from Van Wilder. The internet fries the brain cells. It's from something awful. I call. Okay, whatever. What I'm saying is they're actually they have to shut down uh, some sites in order to keep up to their words. Otherwise, it's going to look a little bit too easy for pictures to get out, for people to hack into Lucasfilm and just rip off pictures from their servers and all. Or from people when we go to theaters after episode 2 saying, oh, this guy like hacked into George Lucas's computer, he's got the entire movie ripped off and all. The movie, but the movie hit the internet like two weeks before it was released. Yes. Do you know why? Why? Charity premieres? Charity premieres, first of all. Yeah. Second of all, was it press kits and all. Was it? No, but it was the full movie that hit the internet. Yep. Was it... Um, what was it? Was it a camera or was it a telecine? Like, did they record it? No, I think it was... Uh, a camera? No, no, like like from the... Oh, from the film they from took. The they made a VHS from, from the, the di- film. Yeah, from the digital version. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay, so, um, I was just going to talk about uh, Apple... They've yes, been going yeah, after uh, their fan sites. Apple is a cult, obviously. Um, there is a lot of spoiler sites. They always, like, every day there's a new thing, no products coming out. And they're actually suing one of the uh, s- the sites, Think Secret. They're Mac Rumors? Uh, no, not Mac Rumors. They're suing uh, Think Secret. And the it's guy. One of the spoilers. Like, for some reason, the guy is here in Quebec. I don't know about that, but yeah. um, he's he located here in Montreal, actually. Man, oh, okay. Anyway, he was <laughs> other end of the world, pretty much, and he uh, there's they're suing him because he revealed trade secrets. Now, e- you could say yes, they're trade secrets, but say if a company comes out with uh, a newspaper breaks a story, oh, we found some papers in the dumpster. Of uh, that Apple's releasing a new um, holographic matrix camera, whatever thing, and it's going to revolutionize the world. And Apple doesn't—they're holding up, they're getting their marketing all ready, and they're and uh, the newspaper breaks that. Apple can't do shit. The press has the freedom of press, and that's and we don't exactly. It's this total double standard with the yep. internet. If CNN broke a story, no. Big freaking deal. They're allowed. They're the respected media. Why? Because they're bought out. They what? are owned by big media. You know, here's here's the question. What if Wolf Blitzer was to actually show all the pictures we've got on fan sites out right now? What if Wolf's, Wolf Blitzers was to actually air the little trailer sound thingies we've got? 
Th- these things they actually leaked out of Lucasfilm. How we don't know. You know, there's somebody, there's somebody wa- as a walking around with a USB key in his neck of at least a gig, and it's just like walking in and out. <laughs> Check <laughs> it out. <laughs> Watch the USB keys, boys. Watch I them iPods. I know Rob, Rob Coleman's got a got a fucking iPod. Watch that man. There you go. It's Rob Coleman. Yeah, it's all him, man. We found the source. <laughs> we found the source. <laughs> you know, and and people like Pabs and Gant, uh, like uh, Fa- Bobby was talking about, they actually do listen to people. You know, we spoke to them by email, and they answered us. And they'll take the time to do so, because they understand how important it could actually be to take the time interact to listen and interact with your fans. But there are some other people who just, like, we will... We'll They'll remain nameless, and they just won't care about what's happening. They'll just put actions. They follow the rules, hoping, hoping for absolutely no reactions to come back. Mm. Let's pose actions and wait for no reactions, just transformation. Thank you, Antoine. But now, honestly, that's you know what Lucasfilm has a forty percently good relation with its fan. I think. I don't think it can be actually put higher than that because <coughs> they're kind of disregarding 80% of fan sites out there. Of the fans and of fan sites out there. But some fan site some fan sites take the heat their favorite a- and you the know and the other one go just go under the radar. You know like and the force that let's talk TFN. You know, let's dish a little bit here. Oh boy. TFN, for some reason, as Lou was talking was was saying earlier, people are always invited to DVD screenings and all, and they have a contract with Lucasfilm probably. And then you have well, have you seen any spoilers off their message boards? Oh no no, th- that's okay. But can't. now is it is it like just me or like for those of you who don't know about it, Force has is actually now owned by Philip Wise, the same guy who actually owns Rebelscom.com. You know those guys who actually put all He's a the good friend to Steve. Who, who put all the images out for like the toys and everything, for some reason that never actually get asked to get off their website. Mm-hmm. Apparently he's a good friend of Steve. How come did he actually got the contract to be in charge of the guy who's going to be autographed at C two at C three, at Celebration three? You know, maybe it's just me. I call that conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. At some point, there is a professional attitude to actually keep towards websites, I can understand that and I'm totally with Lou Ideas you know what Sitman here's your picture of this week I don't care if it's the same freaking picture of Anakin they give to all websites, but with different angled shot and when you put them all next together you know you see like his face from all around that'd be a really cool idea but I do not think that would work well I can tell you that they've actually said no to this idea because I've I've submitted it in the past and they Why said you know they what say yes. you know what no we keep our we keep the very few pictures we want to put out there we keep them for the official magazines and that's all there is to it I'm like okay keep the keep the magazine specs but give us different angles no because they no, do we not got care. Once, uh, before for Lucasfilm uh, magazine in France yes which actually came with Patrice Giraud coming to the show. And we're good friends now. Yeah. We leaked the image. We had the president of the fan club uh, of the MAG in, Fran- in France on yeah. the show. 
And even I think TFN did post those images from us. Yeah. And, and we, we, we took them out and they kept TFN, it. they kept it. G uh, Patrick Giroux contacted TFN. They would, uh, they would not take them, them, take them out. They contacted... Uh, Uh, Patrick Giro contacted Steve Sensen and Steve Sensen told TFN to, to yeah. take them out. You know what it is? TFN? TFN is actually, has now become the lightsaber of StarWars.com. Good. It's the buddy, ex it's the buddy extension to actually uh, strike uh, amongst the fans. With. That's, that's what it is. It's the tool. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Philip. They are you're tools? You're Wait, just are you the saying tool. they're tools? Um, oh, oh! I, I wasn't the only one saying that. Good. <laughs> <laughs> last time, I, last time I got no. a lot of heat for saying that. <laughs> no, but you know, having a tool where there's the biggest community yes. of fans, that's the best tool out there. It is, but you know what? There's still a toolbox. We're here. We exist. Star Wars Union. That that uh, de. They're there. They're in German. They exist as well, and I respect that as much as I respect our fan club, and as much as I always will respect the Force.net and more especially FanForce. We we kind of have a, a bigger chance of surviving than the other English site if the StarWars.com worst case scenario decide to shut them, shut all to actually uphold its terms of service and yeah. sue everybody for making wallpapers yeah, yeah. and putting Star Wars icons yeah. out there. But they they would go probably more to the their nearest competition with which are the English fan sites. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they would like to destroy the international uh, fan site that in are in other languages because no. if there are fans out there don't read understand. English understand they're screwed. They're, they, they're losing fans. So if the fans if, if StarWars.com become international and, and got Everything in a couple of languages, we're all screwed. If the Spanish fans out there cannot come to StarWars.com and talk in Spanish, they have to have those small websites. Mm -hmm. You know what? Sure, bro. You, you know what this all comes to? This all, this all comes back... Well, actually, I just want to say something for the sake of this moderation thing. We actually invited Philip Weiss to come by and talk on this show. We had no answer from him. We actually sent a formal invitation to Lucasfilm as well. They refused. My <laughs> guess is they were too busy looking at the, watching the Oscars. It's possible, <laughs> you know. Maybe it's Steve. Steve didn't. Yeah, S Steve refused in a very polite way. Mm -hmm. you know. He declined. Is the declined. proper there, term. Thank you. He, he declined. It's not refusing. Refusing is more of an insulting mm -hmm. term. Declining is polite. Yeah, declining. He refused. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Steve. No, I'm sorry. It, th there's declining and refusing. He refused. It. It was not a no. Thank you. Really. And uh, you know, take responsibility for your for what you say. I do. <laughs> you sure do, huh? No, okay, and if not, you get heat for it. No, never. <laughs> and uh, but you know what? The ball right now, after this show, Isn't is in Lucasfilm's bar. Uh, Luca Lucasfilm's Lucas court. There you go. We've pinged. It's your time to pawn. The only thing I can say is, you know what? Out there, there's an entire community of fans, and after the release of the DVDs of Episode 3, there will be a big drop. You're, go you're gonna start feeling a very, very standalone kind of fandom kicking in, kicking in, and that's not good. 
And if you want to keep the fandom alive, you should actually consider taking those websites or taking some people from those websites and working with them in order to keep the fandom alive. And I'm going to take this very obvious uh, example, not having what happened to the Trekkies uh, fandom happen to the Star Wars fandom. Thank you, because uh, when Enterprise first started back up, they allowed fan submissions, and that's how they got geniuses like uh, Reese Stevenson. Um, Martin and I were talking about them earlier last night, um, and uh, Rick Moore, who's gone on to do Battlestar Galactica, people like that that are just like you. You can't get like this is the fan dumb. Like they are the ones that love it. They will make it or break it. If yeah. they don't like what you got. We'll say we'll do our own mm. shit. We don't say that uh, people at Lucasfilm are not fans. They are fans, but maybe not as big as fans as other fans out there. That's exactly. It. And I'm that's not their paycheck. Yeah. I'm, go- I'm going to kill fans, myself. The outside fans take their money that they've already earned and invest in something. It's like pro sports. Exactly. Yeah. They're like they're they're not the team. They're the spectators, the hardcore yeah. fans. And I'm going to kill myself like for, for the shot I was... Life? No, no, no I mean, I'm going to live, <laughs> but I, I'm going to kill the shot I, I would ever have had of doing something very nice. And I'm going to say straightforward, don't go out and you know maybe ask the naughtiest fan out there to participate in something. But like ponder about it. you know, Get their opinion at least. At least Jack get their Art. opinions. That's the Star Wars survey. That was really nice. Now, you're listening to a Star Wars audio show. A Star Wars radio show. Second choice in the hyperspace uh, survey. I can. I. I'm. I'm actually gonna dig up the the bit now. I took. I took. Star Wars radio show. Where would Star they Wars have gotten radio. an idea like that? Yeah. I. I don't you know? know. There's Chrono Radio. There's us. Jedi. Jedi talk. You know. Star Wars and Beyond. It was the second question you said. No. If the ad. To uh, have more content in hyperspace or new yeah. content in hyperspace, w- what would what would it be? There you go. I think the second choice was Star Wars Radio. I, I wish they would bring back stuff like uh, TFN Digital. I loved that. Well, it's kind of the documentary or, so or something. It's not quite that. TFN Digital, they went to the cons. Okay. And they went there. On the community stuff. Exactly, the community stuff. And they went to Dragon Con and... Comic Con and they had videotapes and Anthony Daniels was on it and it was just like wow there you I go. can't believe fans are actually doing this please rate your interest in the following potential new subscription feature additions to hyperspace from a scale, a scale from 1 to 5 5 being the very high to 1 being not at all oh whoops the, fir- the first actual actually no they actually put it, put that like really nicely the first one was blogging because <laughs> like it's getting to be a trend out there Blogging on StarWars.com. Star Wars blog. I don't personally even use their Star Wars email. You know, because oh, I use it for junk filter. And you know why? You know why I don't use it? Because it's too limited and it doesn't have the actual Star Wars feel I'd like to, I'd like to have from it. Mm-hmm. Oh no no no! You can just have it sent to somewhere else. And the second thing is Star Wars radio, audio clips, and interviews. Well, I wonder where they get that idea from. Mm. I mean, please, Paul. Pablo, Steve, Mary, whoever, George, feel free to contradict me here. Feel free to send me an email and tell me I'm wrong. I'll read it the next show. I pro- I swear, scouts, uh, scouts honor, I will. I'll make them. <laughs> you won't have to, I will. 
I just thought I'll receive an email. First of all, you know why? They don't listen. Because they're not even going to bother to listen to this show, mm-hmm. which is really sad in my opinion. Hello? You know, Universal is actually right now proving the fact that you can have a very good relation with fans. If StarWars.com was to put all the images that are leaking right now on their hyperspace website, they will have people full of new no, uh, people just wouldn't care about like spoilers and stuff like that. And if they were to put those images and everything, people just wouldn't care as much about pictures leaking out as they do right now, mm. because they could all see it on the official website. But they want to keep it a secret. They want to keep the surprise. Blue Harvest. <laughs> the, 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 the scariest horror film ever made. <laughs> All over again. Horror beyond imagination. Thank you. So, do we go to uh, a musical break? I'm pretty tired, man. I think uh, we still have to uh, do Nathan's <laughs> thing. Should we wait next show? Because it's no. kind of like close no. to no. 11. We're doing Nathan. Okay. But you're going to put the first, like the gray picture. Okay, we're going to use this song instead. Yeah. So we're going to go right now to a little uh, musical break it's and we're going to and we're going to listen to this classic. It's the Death Star Trench Run remix by Raven, our mixer, our, um, our sound, sound editor. Sound editor, that's it. And uh, it was it's from the song Fuck Authority by Pennywise, but with Good a choice. with a Star Wars fa- feel to it. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not saying Lucasfilm go fuck yourself. Not at all. I want. I, no, I want us to be clear. <laughs> I was about to say, man, cut him off quick. <laughs> but I'm going to say, please, Lucasfilm, take the time to listen to us. You might actually learn something. And the best, or maybe the pe- best example, pe- people who are listening to us, write in uh, to Lucasfilm or something. Yes, or and just talk about it with yeah. your friends. That's and all you need to the do. The other best example I can think of about this, I actually created a little uh, tentative schedule for Celebration Three. And I was told not to post it. But you know what? Just to go with the feel of the rebellion of the show and all, <laughs> I posted it anyway. You know why? Because anybody with two shoulders and a hat on them can actually do that. It's just taking the actual uh, knowledge you have and put it, put it, putting it together. That's all the info on the official site. That's it. I'm sorry if you're not taking these steps right now. There you go. Now to... Uh, to the musical break. That Star Trek run... Go Rebel Remix. Remix. And we'll be right back on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. All wings report in. Red 10 standing by. Red 7 standing by. Red 3 standing by. Red 6 standing by. Red 9 standing by. Red 2 standing by. Red 11 standing by. Red 5 standing by. Broadcast calls in attack position. Accelerate to attack speed.
boys. They're in position. We're starting our attack run. subject but before we go back straight to Nathan who's with us right now on the phone uh, I'm just going to say that Lou actually came back in the for in the for in the chat room and he'd like to make sure that everybody understand that contrary to what Bobby said he does he's in no way hoping to actually supplant starwars.com no way whatsoever and I I agree like sitplan.net do you think I can no way imagine <laughs> that no way we don't have any delusions of grandeur or anything like that but you know what It'd be nice to have like a real good French version of StarWars.com and sort of, and sort of a maybe better. No, yeah, it's it's got content, but it could have a little bit more better content. Anyhow, I'm still out of a job and I'm not doing anything. So if you want to hire me, it'll <laughs> 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 never uh, it'll yeah. never happen after this show. <laughs> so we're I, I don't think it'll happen after the first English Star Wars on Dragon. It's just like <laughs> this guy's an asshole. I'm never hiring him again. <laughs> so, Forever. So we're joined by our friend Nathan Butler from uh, StarWarsFanWars.com. How are you, Nathan? I'm doing good. Doing good. So you're here to talk about your new audio drama that's kind of extraordinary in the, its style. Yeah, kind of different, kind of weird. Um, well, it's called Always in Motion, Ambush on Ankara. It's, it's subtitled in the hope that maybe someday somebody 
will kind of take the idea and run with it and make another episode and like put it as part of a series mm-hmm. like we do with anthology. Mm-hmm. But it's um it's not something that's new for audio dramas in general. It's just new for fan made ones. Uh, it's basically similar in style to I don't know if you read these, but when I was a kid, I used to read these these books and these choose your own adventures, mm-hmm. find your own fate, which way, whatever you wanted to call them, books. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, you read a little section of book about your character, whoever that may be, and then at the end of the page, you would say something like, "Do you go left? Do you go right?" and tell you what page to go to. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you read it in order, it'd make no sense whatsoever. But if you followed the instructions, you'd essentially get to kind of direct the path of the story. And probably. Probably late 90s, um, I was working at a comic shop in my old hometown, and I, I saw this thing called Terror Tracks from TSR, the people that did Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. and I was just kind of like, you know, what is this? You know, it was on sale for about five bucks or something like that, so I went ahead and picked it up. And instead of being like a regular audio drama or audio book like I thought it was, it was that same concept applied to an audio CD, where instead of telling you to go to different pages, it told you to go to a different track on the CD, okay. and there's a series of those, and it was something that always nagged at the back of my mind when I started doing the audio dramas that, you know, if I can pull that off, I'd really like to do something like that someday, and, you know, with everything kind of winding down, I'm kind of slowly, you know, getting to a point where I'm kind of, you know, doing some end caps to some of the audio stuff so that I can more focus on the timeline and focus on Chrono Radio rather than the fictional audio stuff, mm-hmm. I said, you know what, if nobody's done it yet, this would be something I really want to do so i might as well try to put it out there so basically you are making the decisions on behalf of this padawan it, it's it's not a particularly complex story compared to some of the other stuff i've done it's basically just you know uh two drop ships land on this jungle moon and you've got on the one drop ship you've got a group of clone tr- troopers on the other drop ship the one that you're with you got a couple of cr- uh, several clone troopers and you've got a jedi master and a padawan and they're just kind of supposed to be scouting around to see if the Separatists are doing anything on this particular moon. And what unfolds basically requires you to take the reins and make decisions for that Padawan as he goes through. And there's different characters that show up, but for the most part, I mean, it's a pretty simple production. Six people involved in the entire thing from beginning to end. There was nobody, you know, beyond just this little core group. Um, I think the whole thing, if you run all the tracks together, runs about 40 minutes. It maybe takes probably 10, 15 minutes at most to play through one round. Mm-hmm. you got 39 tracks, and you just kind of follow the instructions and bounce around, and hopefully at least, you know, play it a few times, you'll get different outcomes as long as you're you're making different decisions. I think there's probably five, five or six different possible endings, only one of which has you surviving and not dark side. <laughs> you know, okay. there's, there's one good ending, I guess you'd say, so if you want to take it as a challenge, you can say that, you know, you beat the game or whatever. Uh you know, by finding mm. that, that particular good ending. That's okay. pretty cool. We're going to test this uh, right after uh, we leave you. So uh, we're going to do a, a live test of that. Cool. So we're going to see how long we survive. <laughs> I, I promise you, guy, I won't go for the ship's power switch. Okay, that's an inside joke. It's it's a long story, but <laughs> once we were on a ship and I went for the power switch and kind of everybody died. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Nathan, uh, when will it be uh, available? Um, actually, you guys are doing the, you know basically what you're doing is a sneak preview because mm-hmm. it's not going to be out yet. Um, the target date is March 1st, and that's what we're going for. Usually, if you know how I work with fan works, usually sometime around like 10 or 11 o'clock the night before is when I actually release it. That way, I don't have to have to mess with it in the morning or wait until the afternoon of the release day to put it out. So it's probably actually more like sometime between 9 and midnight Eastern tomorrow night. It'll okay. go up along with 
uh, Everything Changes Part One. It'll go, which is a Turner Radio Serial Edition. It'll go up with the new Requiem of the Outcast. Assuming um, I get information from Rich, I know there's a new episode of Star Wars and Beyond that's coming out. So mm-hmm. all that stuff's kind of lumping together, along with the news bite about another one. You, you had mentioned those official site audio features. Mm-hmm. They've been doing that, that. They had the one about Tamir Morrison doing his voice role in Republic Commando that just came out. So we'll put up a little news bite about that. So hopefully the whole update, including Always in Motion, should be up tomorrow night. You know, barring any major problems along the way. Okay. Nice. Well, thank you. We'll try this, uh, and you can laugh at us uh, <laughs> to what kind of decision we made. Yeah, because I know what's coming. So I will tell you, <laughs> I will tell you this: try to the, the best way to approach it is try to think of it from, you know, a I guess a strategic and Jedi-like point of view. There's some things where if you just necessarily try to go for what's cool, you might wind up not working out very well. I will say, uh, uh, two of the performers in this. I, I'm curious if people can pick these out. Um, Rich Siegfried plays Mortacore. Uh, this it, you might you might hear him if you run into him. Uh, bounty hunter character, and I'm curious if you can pick out what cartoon villain he based that voice on. Uh, if you watch the Amer- if anybody out there watching the American cartoons, and there's a particular uh, Saturday Night Live celebrity Jeopardy uh, character that you could probably oh. tell part of the uh, Dark Jedi character if and when you run into him. Uh, Was based on we just we just had fun with mm. with the voices. On I that. think I know which one is. This. Dude, you got Sean Connery to get on that show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take anal bum cover. <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, thanks a lot, Nathan. We'll try this right away. All right, great, great. Have fun. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Okay, let's try this. So, okay, take the first one. <laughs> What? <laughs> it's the one you start with. Yeah. Okay, but the answer to number three is C. Because it's always C. It's what is C, you dumbass? We're not on Jeopardy. Star Wars Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is Tattoo 1 and Tattoo 2? <laughs> Here we go. Greetings, Professor. Welcome to the Crimin Historical Society Archives. As you know, our records are currently incomplete and we appreciate your assistance in separating the many divergent versions of events into factual, useful archives for University of Crimin students. As we proceed, we will attempt to recreate historical events, piece by piece. When diverging opinions exist on what course of action would have been taken by the event's primary participants, you will be prompted to choose from a series of options. To do so, simply follow the instructions that are given and skip your playback device forward or backward to the relevant playback track to continue along your chosen path. Again, We appreciate your effort in setting the record straight for future generations, Professor. Good day. To begin, proceed to track three. Razor's Edge Audio presents Star Wars, Always in Motion, Ambush on Ankara by Nathan Butler, based on characters and situations created by George Lucas. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, you make the calls for Zalaron Kell, Padawan learner of Jedi Master Krastor Vida.
All right, troopers, dispersed by the numbers. General Vader, the landing zone is as secure as it can be on touchdown. We will begin adding fortifications on your order. Thank you, Sergeant. Let's be certain that there's a need to stick around on Ankara before we expend any further resources on this little jaunt. I still don't entirely see the point of this exercise, Master. A jungle moon hardly seems the most logical place for the Confederacy to be setting up camp. Still betting on Separatist droids being too clumsy to handle the terrain, Zaleron? <laughs> well, I suppose we'll see. Yes, Master. Well, I suppose one of us should remain here with the dropship. The other should take a look around and perform a quick recon of the area before we link up with the other troopers from the other dropship. Would you care to do the honors, Padawan? To stay with the dropship while Master Vita carries out the recon, proceed to track 11. To let Master Vita remain behind and carry out the recon yourself, proceed to track 7. Okay, wow. so it's 11 or 7. 11 or 7. Now, here's the question. 7-11? He was doing this while drinking Big Gulp. So, 11, we don't go on recon with the Master, and we stay at the ship, and 7, we go with the Master, I think. You think, are you sure? Let's spread out, man. I say strategic. Because that way you you don't make a a clump. clump Yes, but the question is, would would a Jedi Master actually let us pad one? One alone like that? Well, actually, Qui-Gon did, so yeah. No, you go. said make the call, Padawan. I said go. So we go... I stay. Alone. Danny, you're the tiebreaker. Oh, you want to you wanna stay alone? Yeah, alone. So we stay with the ship. Yeah. yeah I stay the ma- ship, so ship, too. So it's 11. Yeah. yeah, okay. There you go. 11. I'm going to put a blank under 11. Here we go. So, Sergeant, what's your intuition here? It's quiet. Too quiet. Seems deserted enough. It's got a bad feeling about this. Sergeant, tell me, were modern cliches part of your training on Camino? Yes, sir. Mandalorian instructor was most powerful. So you really have a bad feeling here? No, sir. Just making conversation. You really are an oddball for a trooper, you know that, Sergeant? So I am told, sir. Wait. like move commander are you alright yeah I'm fine sergeant but dropship one is history excuse me sir I'm private sergeant is dead oh I'm sorry private for my mistake and our mutual loss of course we need to take stock here master Vita should be on his way back by now I'm going to go take a look at the tree line and see if he's nearby yet. Good idea, sir. General will be able to assess the situation. Oh, I can do that for you, Private. The situation is sift. Completely, royally sift. Proceed to track four. Private, check on those other troopers. Master! Master Vita! Private, do you have a visual on Master Vita? No, sir. Well, that doesn't make sense. Sir, these troopers are dead. Someone struck the dropship from the ground, not above. We're not alone here. You should get to dropship, too, to get you off the surface and call in a task force. I'll remain here to gather more information. 
the standard operating procedure on Jonkin surveys. What about Master Vita? He knows the SOP, sir. He'll meet us at LZ2 if he can. To head for Dropship 2, go to Track 6. To look for Master Vita, proceed to Track 8. Ooh, I say dropship, man. Let's go to the dropship. Let's get the task force down. Get some arc troopers down here, man. I'm I'm actually saying go, go to help go, your master. Go to seek the master. Aw, come on. Because no, you're the paddle when you want to make this last. Oh man, screw that. Let's go get the arc troopers. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a commander now, so you got to take the decision. Okay, look, on the field of battle, you have to make decisions, and it's better to get superior strength, man. We'll retreat for now. We'll attack later. Do you think the master can handle himself? I think so. Yeah, that did you some good last time we played miniatures, didn't you? I think I kicked your ass. With only one figure left. So I, I still won. I almost killed you. I still you. won. Come on, yeah. six or eight. Look. Go to the dropship or I'm with dropship. Eight. I'm with master. I'm looking for the master. Oh, is there a, a dime here somewhere? <laughs> 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 let's let's flip the republic commando okay. badge. Okay. <laughs> okay, logo is mine because it's. I want the commandos down. You want the commandos down? Okay, so we're going to see if we're going to... We're taking the commandos down. <laughs> yes. Okay, so it's... Go to track six. Eight. No, eight. Six is drop. Eight is... It drop ships. Yeah. Go to the drop ship. So six. six. Yeah, it says six. Okay. That's it. Six. Okay. Landing zone should be only a few minutes away now. Master, why would you have left the ship? Why didn't you call for me to come with you? I just don't understand. All troopers, General Vader is neutralized. Repeat, General is neutralized. Secure the commander ASAP. As soon as he's aboard, we're getting out of here with our intel. Task Force vessel Vapor Trail should make short work of the jungle and ever separatist in it once we're off planet. But we do not leave until the Padawan commander is secure. <sighs> he's gone. Need to stop. Think. That clearing. Halfway to the other dropship. That that'll do. Just need a just need a moment. Move into the clearing by proceeding to track five. Okay. Much better. Stop, take a breather for a minute, and then I can... Okay, so much for being alone. What is that sound? To turn toward the sound and check it out, proceed to track 9. To turn away from the sound, proceed to track 13. To continue running through the clearing in the direction of the landing zone, proceed to track 19. Making a run for it. Sniper fire. I hate sniper fire. Continue your escape by proceeding to track 17. I can't 
to get a clean shot. Repeat, this is post 9. I cannot get a shot. The Jedi commander is escaping on foot, heading north from clearing Delta. Great. Sounds like I should be expecting some company soon. Proceed to track 21. Well, no hostiles here. Guess I was a little too hasty in my judgment. Don't move. Or never mind. First instincts are usually the right ones. Hello, gentlemen! How may I be of service this fine afternoon? Such a lying hole, Jedi. We're not taking any chances with your kind. Under authority from Count Dooku, the Confederacy of Independent Systems, I'm taking you into custody. You're not law enforcement. Even Separatist worlds must have dress codes. Fine. We're bounty hunters. I'm Watercore. These are my men. You. You're the bounty, obviously. And yes, you're still our prisoner. Now shut up and get your hands where we can see them. You must realize that's not gonna happen. Have it your way. Boys, take him down! You must defend yourself. To use your blaster, go to track 25. To use your lightsaber, go to track 30. To use just your force powers, go to track 26. Smoke the scum. And saving the worst for last, kiss my. All right, enough distractions. Dropship two should be just over that rise. The landing zone is coming into range. Head there by proceeding to track 24. Finally, the clearing should be right over. Oh, no. Great! More goons and the Dark Jedi that killed Master Vita. Oh. Alright, well I can't take them all on. Not on my own, anyway. <sighs> Thanks, Aileron. Think. There's gotta be a way to get off this planet without the dropship. Maybe I could steal... Why don't you just come out where we can see you, child? What? I've been keeping an eye on you since your dropship landed, Padawan. Surely you don't suppose that you can be this close to me, this confused and trying to cover your emotions, and still be able to somehow sneak up close without my knowing? I know the young are often elegant, but please show some common sense. Now, step out of the tree line, or I will simply have my hired guns here start tossing detonators into the jungle and burn you out. Your decision. Ah, good. Common sense is not quite dead in the young, I see. I know what it is you desire. To leave. Perhaps to flee. Perhaps to carry a message. Perhaps simply to be alone with your grief. We cannot allow that. I think you overestimate your chances. Ha! We overestimate our chances? Ah, boy. 
Your master's wit has certainly been passed to you in your training. I wonder, though, did he train you well enough to get past all of us? That is your only option. I see at your belt a lightsaber and a blaster. Draw one and strike, for you will not leave any other way. To pull your blaster, go to track 27. To unclip and ignite your lightsaber for battle, go to track 10. We're in a dilemma here. <laughs> uh, I, I think we should use the blaster because we're in a clearing and we can just like snipe room. What isn't there an option where we can use both? No. Damn. <laughs> and uh, we used a lightsaber last time. Yeah. Okay. Use a blaster. Wait, which one was the? He was good. He was you good will with. Not leave any other way. To pull your blaster, go to track twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. To unclip and ignite your lightsaber for battle. Go to track ten. Okay. Ah, a blaster. Such a crude, uncivilized weapon. But so many of us. Who can you afford to attack first, I wonder? Choose and make your move, Padawan. Do as he says and choose. To attack Ballas himself, go to track 29. To attack the bounty hunters at his side first, go to track 33. I'll be with you in a moment, Dark Jedi. Ha <laughs> uh, we shall see. One down. Two down. Three down. And... Four. Down and dead. Now, that evens the odds a bit, doesn't it? Shall we dance, murderer? To attack Ballas with your blaster, proceed to track 29. To switch to your lightsaber, proceed to track 32. Ah, a classic opening. Very nice. Such skills, such talent. It would be a pity if you were to die here like your master. You always talk when you fight, Dark Jedi? No. That is reserved for those whose opinions might matter. You are not one. Then shouldn't you shut up and get on with it? I rarely speak when I fight, young one. This, however, is merely child's play. And I do enjoy banter when I play with my crew. But if you insist on getting on you are beaten, Padawan. You were beaten before you chose to step forward and quarrel with me. But I will give you this. You have spirit. Your anguish over Vader's death fuels your actions. Whether you acknowledge his actions as angry or vengeful, as being of the dark side, or not. I have been watching you. You have potential child. I extend to you the same offer that I extended to your master. The offer he was too ignorant and arrogant to take. Join me. Fight alongside Count Dooku, Commander Ventress, Sora Bulk, me, and the others. You can be an instrument of change in the galaxy. Join us and help bring an end to the Republic. Or refuse my offer and die. Decide, Jedi. Now. Your fate is in your hands, 
Will you turn to the dark side or remain true to the light? To join Ballas and the Separatists, go to track 34. To stay true to the light and tell him off, go to track 37. 34? <laughs> I'm, I'm true to the light side? Well, I'm thinking we can double cross him, because that's yeah, what me too. any smart person would do. Okay, so double cross. So it's track uh, 34. 34. So we kind of go to the dark side. If you can't, if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. Then you can beat them. Yeah. That's what Lucasfilm should do with us fan sites. I choose life. So be it, Jedi. No, you misunderstood. My life, my place in history. I'm in. You have chosen wisely, my. Young apprentice. Let the dead here mark your coming of age. They have purchased your destiny in blood. Come, there is much yet to be done. Yes, my master. And so, a new alliance is formed. A master's sacrifice is made in vain. And the dark side has a new pawn in the Clone Wars. Proceed to track 39. You've been listening to a Razor's Edge Audio presentation of Star Wars, Always in Motion, Ambush on Ankara, starring Brian Patrick Stoyle as Zalaron Kell, Christopher Walker as Crastor Vita, Ian Bowie as Denad Ballas and the Sniper, Rich Sickbert as Morticore, Gary Mongar as the Clone Troopers, and Nathan Butler as Guide and Narrator. Written, directed, produced, cast, mixed, and music supervised by Nathan Butler. Star Wars Always in Motion is a non-profit fan production produced for the enjoyment of the fans. All rights to Star Wars and any other copyrighted material herein, including any music and sound effects, are reserved to their original creators. No infringing claims are intended. Extra special thanks from the entire creative team to George Lucas for creating the playground and letting us, the fans, roam within it. From all of us at Razor's Edge Audio, thank you for listening, and may the Force be with you all. Why not play again and see how history unfolds? To do so, return to the beginning of the story itself by going to track 3. Return to the introduction for instructions by returning to track 1, or allow your player to repeat the disc. So we lost, kind of. What would have happened if we had gone to the light side? We would have died, man. We would have died. So people would need to download the, the audio drama and try it. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, a pretty man. cool audio drama. It's short but it we it's like a, it's a, it's like a small uh, RPG adventure. We should try like different different ways and put it on the next show. No, <laughs> no it's going to be out uh, on the next show. Cool. It was kind of a doing a preview. So it's nice work, I think. It sounded cool. Yeah. You know, a little yeah. a little humor in there and cool. I thought we could have double crossed them once we went over to the dark side. Well, that's like Nathan, a, a little word for you. I hope that's just like the first part, and there's gonna be like other parts like to it. More, because like yeah. it's really cool. Like the no, the Lone Wolf Lone Wolf series of uh, like you be the hero books. Mm-hmm. The Lone Wolf series was really good, and it was like over twenty books long. Never know. Maybe Lucas will pick up on it. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> <laughs> they always they're, pick they're up on fans' ideas. You know? uh, like is that so? It's a, it's a solo. Like Should I repeat it again? It's a solo <laughs> RPG is what it is. Yeah. You know what? This is actually your first. You've actually heard that first on Star oh, Wars on the Red. You heard everything Shut first. Here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you heard Sebastian making a fool of himself first. Yeah. <laughs> on Star Wars on the Red.
Beautiful. So, that is nice. I'm tired. But it's already a quarter past 11. <laughs> We've been uh, on the air uh, four hours, 15 minutes, and counting. And the longest show is five hours something in French? Yeah. We're not going to beat that. No, no. I don't want to beat worked, that. I work tomorrow. Uh, I, I wake up no, at no, 5. No, no, no. We're not going to beat that can now. Wait, wait. Stop now. Oh, right. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got an exam tomorrow. <laughs> I'm surprised there's that much people still in the chat room. <laughs> we still got them, 14 yeah. people in the, in the chat. Thanks, AJ, the host. Uh, oh, that's you. Ekasra. <laughs> well, I'm thinking myself. <laughs> Jaybird, you bastard, the other bastard, <laughs> Raven, our sound technician. Sabrina from Toronto. Thanks for be- being with us. Uh, Stoyboy, 720, uh, Sultry Song, Star Wars Fanworks, T-Bone's still there. Tiger Claw, Wookie Mart, thank you all for being w- there with us. Doing thank you, our Fat Boy. Thank you, Dennis. Commenting on the... Um, uh, everybody who showed up but show. are not Michael, there. Thank you, everyone who participated in the show. Yes. Thank you all for giving your very good uh, And this was ideas. our test for the Star Wars on Direct Marathon, the Revenge of the Sith Marathon. We will be doing. It Sh- should be five hours. No, no, let's do it six, man. Six? It's a marathon for God's sake. So we're gonna go for twelve straight hours. Are you crazy? <laughs> and we're gonna be sponsored by balls. <laughs> <laughs> that Ew, was the little play, that was isn't gross, it? man. For people who don't know, yeah, balls is a very good energy drink made mm-hmm. out of guarana. No, uh, <laughs> no, we know uh, Nathan that they don't take s- the submission uh, from fan stuff, but they, you know, they, they should. No, but they just pick it up. You know, yeah, you don't take submission, but you know, they take the idea and go with it. So the next show, they have the right to do. Y- so. You know what? The, the show will want to beat this long time. We'll have Martin come over, and he'll talk about Star Wars ga- Galaxies oh again gosh. for an no, hour. No, no, <laughs> that was so long. I don't even play <laughs> Galaxies. Hey, I think that Ikastra actually comes from Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah, he said William. He, he, he William was from yeah, Ottawa. Yeah, you don't pay attention, Sebastian. No, I don't. On I'm the last show, he, he uh, said uh, William from Ottawa. You know, I don't. I'm really sorry. That that's why That's why you're there. I was in Ottawa. So we actually have a lot of people now. People four, leaving. Five jerks. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's late, kind of. We we had eight people in the chat. We're Canadian tonight. Oh, hey, hey, hey! Cool. Thank you about. for listening to us. That's really nice. And uh, I guess that's it. We're we're, we're hoping that Lucasfilm Lucasfilm will listen to this to this yes. show. Take take everything with a grain of salt, and we're just fans. Maybe a shot of tequila <laughs> <laughs> might help swallow it down. I don't know. Bite a lemon too. Take bite your pride. You know, yeah. tomorrow, give a copy to. Uh, it will it will not be online, but you know, disperse it. Disperse a, a copy at Lucasfilm. Everybody, yeah. listen to it with coffee and everything. <laughs> that's <laughs> a <laughs> Listen to Nathan's thing. It's, it's water great. machine talk, you know. It's there you go. It's break water room cooler. Talk. Water cooler talk. It's it's yeah. break room talk. Just go for it. Party it out in, and in Ottawa. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but and you know what? I mean, don't talk about even Ottawa, to you guys out there, there. <laughs> who are downloading the show right now. Well, we're listening to the show downloaded in our in, from our archives right now. I'm gonna try to put it online tomorrow. Put give it to someone else. Have him listen, and if he doesn't actually agree with what's been set up on this show. Have him send us an email. Yeah. At Stu- studio, studio at SWENdirect.com. Thank you. Or just blatantly actually add the, u- the MSN user to SWENdirect.com 
at hotmail.com, sorry, to your uh, MSN user list. To your MSN. Or you can go like find out information. Like you can send send inf- like emails to us personally. That's cool too. Yeah. We don't. Get, I don't get any fan mail. Me neither. <laughs> so I'm the only one who actually gets to talk with the girls who actually like really love us and everything. <laughs> There's like two out there that are really going for me right now. Who? No, I can't. We don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, we're just delusional now. <laughs> no, Sebastian is delusional. <laughs> Slight difference. Yes, I have dreams. <laughs> so there you go. They aren't dreams, Sebastian. They are. So thank you very. And like one of them's definitely been crushed tonight. <laughs> Never gonna work for Lucasfilm now. <laughs> so thank you very much for being with us. Our next show is actually gonna be on March 13, 2005. What's the subject? What's the subject? What's coming out on the 12th, man? Clone Wars. No! Oh. The trailer! We're gonna be talking about. I know. <laughs> the Revenge of the Sith trailers come here later! The what? <laughs> See? No, we're gonna I, be. I replicated it. There you go. We're gonna be talking about the trailer of Revenge of the Sith. And, uh. For those Probably of review Republic Commando, uh. Yeah. And other stuff. You know? that's, that's, a, that's a big maybe, so we don't wanna do anything. Like, too bad. So there you go. Uh. If you have any comments, of course, on the show, that you'd like to make suggestions for upcoming subject. Please send an email to studio at swendirect.com. If you did like the show, we suggest that you talk about it around yourself. And if you didn't, do as, do it as well. You know, so people can actually come, listen to it, and just say, That was bad. You're right. Or, you know, you're kind of wrong, because the guys was kind of, like, right in what he said. <laughs> it's your show, people. It's your show. And word to mouth is the best publicity that we can have by our listeners. Bring a friend to the next show. Add our URL to your message board signatures if you can. Just please give us some promotion. We're kind of begging for it because we don't have any fan sites to like well, leak we, stuff well, to, unlike Lucasfilm. We don't? We don't have like exclusive interviews that we have never published before. No, we don't because we, pub- we give them right to the fans. We don't hold on to that kind yeah. of shit. Actually, actually, you know, there's actually this panel w- I, I did in T-Track two years, uh, uh, last year about Star Wars in spirituality and stuff like that that we've never really released. Mm, yeah, so that's nice. Yeah, that, that's, that's kind of what I thought would happen. Okay, thanks to our sponsors, Sitland.net, Legends Action Figures, our web host, simple-net.ca, partners, the fanfiction, SW Redemptions, swredemption.com, furryconflict.com, Trek Wars, the furry conflict audio drama, and the second episode, it's coming out soon. Yeah, we received it. Look email. it up, people. You can't say we didn't talk about it. <laughs> uh, MillenniumFalcon.com. Th- these guys are, like, incredible. That's where we get most of our spoiler uh, info. They're like... They're like Pepto-Bismol for Lucasfilm. Because <laughs> they will just, like, come out with stuff. That's very good. <laughs> Galactic Hunter. Keeping collectors on target. T-Bone Star Wars Universe and the Galactic Senate message boards available at StarWarsWizzy.com and StarWarsFanWorks.com the home of Star Wars Fan Audio and very soon to be the first audio game out there. Yeah, it's, it's just kind of a game, yeah. Yeah, well, it's a game. It's That's, that's really cool. I, I, li- I like it. I'm going to play it for sure. Yeah. And you know what? There's only 81 days left, people. In, tw- in, in 40 minutes Eastern Time we're gonna have 80s, 80 days left. Man, so if half you li- that is like the time Jesus spent in the desert, man. 
And like if he can, if he spent like the whole time in the desert, we can do like forty days without like a new Star Wars movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> On this note, this is Sebastian Romitez. It's double the time in the desert, man. <laughs> Brian <laughs> and Danny, yeah, just like laughing it out, rolling on the floor, just can't make it anymore. Gotta go. I'm telling you, see you next time on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. This show has been brought to you by SimpleNet. Webmasters, online gamers, or administrators of e-business. At SimpleNet, we will always have a solution to meet your needs. You were listening to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Be sure to visit www.swanzirec.com for more information about upcoming shows. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Cyclan.net, c'est... Les toutes dernières actualités sur l'univers Star Wars. Plusieurs dossiers sur la saga. Des événements et rencontres entre fans. Un énorme forum de discussion. Une radio web à contenu 100% Star Wars, incluant une ligne ouverte en direct. Plusieurs concours ouverts au Québec et en Europe. Et bien plus encore. Ne résistez pas à la tentation du côté obscur. Cliquez sur le www.cyclan.net. Galactic Hunter, the place where you can find the latest Star Wars collectible news from all around the world. From the Hasbro and Kenner lines of action figures, to comics, games, prop collectibles, and events. Everything is covered and reviewed. Join your fan community in the Bounty Hunter Collective Forums and find all your bounties at www.galactichunter.com. Galactic Hunter. Keeping collectors on target. StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars fan audio on the Internet. It's your home for Star Wars fan audio genre news, a comprehensive catalog of fan-made Star Wars radio shows, parody tales, and serious audio dramas. With behind-the-scenes features, a message board, reviews, tutorials, convention coverage, an internet movie database-style directory of the entire Star Wars Fan Audio community, and the only Fan Audio community-recognized Star Wars Fan Audio Academy Awards held each year. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound.